I have literally forgotten how to enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Battle Science Podcast, Pokemon Go podcast about P- PvP. PvP. No. Yes. Help. Welcome to the Battle Science Podcast, where everything always goes correctly. <laughs> A podcast about Pokemon Go PvP and... Uh, yeah, there's another way that I say it, and I can't remember how it is right now. It's June Go 1st. Battle League, Silph Arena, and anything that relates to PvP. Yes, thank you. Um, it's June 1st. My name's Steven, a.k.a. A Boy in the Woods. The other voice you're hearing is Jesse, a.k.a. Rocket Admin J. How's it going, everyone? It's Pebble Community. Um, no. The Weeble. It's the Weeble Community Spotlight Hour. It's Pebble Spotlight Hour. That one might actually be good. Um, rock very, crabs. Rock, rock crabs. Do you have crabs? That's gross. I'm Awkward. sorry. <laughs> it's gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's June, which means, or well, no, just because it's June doesn't mean that it's crazy. But it's one of those podcasts where literally all of the information came out in between the previous episode and this episode. So we have a lot to talk about on this episode that is brought to you by our lovely, lovely patrons. You guys can become, anyone listening can become a a patron at patreon.com slash battle science. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash battle science. The lovely podcast producers for the month of June are, in fact, Dolphin93, Jmar159, wait, is that consistent, Jmar, on both Discord and on uh, I think Twitch? you've asked him before and he said yes. Yes, 159. I just feel like there was two numbers on the Discord versions. I don't know why. My brain's all over the place right now. <laughs> and we can't forget Winston the Champ. Thank you to our wonderful Patreon producers. You can become a Battle Science Patreon producer by going to patreon.com slash battle science and backing us at the $5 or higher tier. <clears throat> sure. What? I think they're agreeing with you. Okay. I'm losing my marbles. I'm sorry. It's been... It's been a long week for me leading up to today, and it's been a it's been a great day so far, but it's been a very long week of work, 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 more work, and more work, and then yesterday where it was absolutely dead at work, but I still had to work, you know. I should have said something. I would have came up and bugged you. Yeah, you could have, but that would have been increasing our door swings, and we don't want that. Fine, you could have just said you don't want me to come. That's fine. I mean, it's one of those things of like if you it it's it's a retail thing of if you walk in the door and walk out the door and don't do any sales, that hurts the metrics of the store and any retail look any large corporation retail store. What's the cheapest thing you have it? in the store? Uh, I'll come in and buy a phone case and then ask her a refund. No, don't no, don't do a no, don't do a return because that hurts too it's a like a, a a cable you can get a cable for like 15 bucks that's it Jeez, that's the cheapest thing you have yeah unfortunately 
Oof. Yeah. It's Anyways, not back to the podcast. It's not, it's not. It's not great. Uh, June, month of June. It's due, recording this on June first. We've got um, move updates. All of June's events. The beginning of a new season in Pokemon Go. This is season two. GBL season eight. Where, where did they all go? Where did they all come from and where did they all go? There's so many seasons now. The hypothetically final I, I, I wasn't it wasn't said by Silphorina, so I I'm not gonna quote and say directly that it is the final monthly meta from Silphorina for this season. But this is the both playoffs they don't call it playoffs. The regionals meta and the overall meta for June has been announced as well. And what else am I missing? Sorry, my voice it stopped working there. It uh I think that's pretty much it. A lot bad. of the June events, GBL, self, and then the move updates. Yes. Huh, that's a lot. Well, let's get into it. With the news roundup? Let's hit buttons. Giddy up now. This is the news roundup. Yes, Randall. Our the cheapest item we have in our store is thirty Jack in the Box tacos. If you don't, I'm <laughs> if you don't include tax, because I'm pretty sure the taxes on Jack thirty Jack in the Box tacos is not going to be a small amount. Well, no, mm-hmm. depending on where you're getting them. Let's not worry about yeah. that. <laughs> Let's uh, test that theory on Community Day. Mm, taxes. News roundup. We're starting with Pokemon Go Fest details. Some sweet deets. For 2021. This is directly from PokemonGoLive.com. No, I won't read the URL. Thank God. I mean, if you want. No. If you want, maybe you no. could subscribe on Twitch or back us on Patreon. Maybe I'll read it then. <laughs> Trainers. With this year being both the 25th anniversary of Pokemon and the 5th anniversary of Pokemon Go, we're simply jazzed to share more details of what's in store for Pokemon Go Fest 2021, happening on July 17th and 18th. Don't forget to request those days off. It's been (laughs) five whole years of Pokemon Go, and we couldn't have done it without you. To celebrate, ticket prices will be reduced from USD $14.99 to five. And then there's a cross here. That means it's like there's, there's there's a footer. There's a note down below. I believe that's just basically saying that in your local currency, it's going to adjust. Excuse me. Goodness. We're very excited to welcome Google Play as the official event sponsor. Learn more here. Uh, And that's sending you to another link. Um, I'll let you guys go to the thing, the link to the link. I'm not going to read that one. Pokemon Go Fest 2021. Oh, okay. The USD $14.99 to $5. That's a legacy move. Thanks, Randall. That's a good correction. Um, <clears throat> Pokemon Go Fest will take place over two days with each day providing a unique experience. You'll be able to participate in both days of the event with one ticket. Like you have before. Yay. What a wonder. Who would have guessed? Sorry, this sarcasm and sass is not required here. Extra little spice here. Pokemon Go Fest 2021 Day 1 Catch on Saturday, July 17th. 
From 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. local time, all trainers will enjoy the following features, regardless of whether they have an event ticket. Hourly habitats are back. This year will feature four themed habitat hours, Jungle, Desert Mountain, Ocean Beach, and Cave. Rotating throughout the event during each habitat hour, certain Pokemon will be appearing more frequently in the wild. Jungle habitat will feature Pokemon such as Scyther, Apom, Froakie, and more. Desert Mountain Habitat will feature Pokemon such as Skarmory, Shieldon, Hippopotas, and more. Ocean Beach Habitat will feature Pokemon such as Dratini, Swablu, uh, Olomomola, and more. Cave Habitat will feature Pokemon such as Raganrola, Roganrola. That's an O, not an A. Get my vowels right or else I'm going to lose on the Wheel of Fortune. Galarian, Stunfisk, Dino, and more. And Raids on Saturday will feature Pokemon such as Hitmontop, Cranidos, and Dino. Plus, Galarian Ponyta, Galarian Zigzagoon, wearing special costumes, will be appearing in raids. Fingers crossed they can evolve. Right. Give me a top hat, Zigzagoon. Give me that. Now, okay, so I was I was talking with Proto Man about this. What would each of them have? If it's from Galar, what would they be wearing? I gotta think that Zigzagoon's gonna get a slash hat. Slash hat? Slash from like Guns N' Roses, uh, like the top hat, kind of grungy top hat. Because mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they're supposed to be based on—is the like whole punk rock type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, they don't show any pictures here, so it's no. I I couldn't. And, and then with Glaring Ponyta, been... I think it'd be cool to give it like some ribbons or something. Hmm. 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 Yeah, I don't know. We haven't had any. Or maybe they give it like a bridle. Maybe we haven't we haven't gotten any like leaks or um, data mines as far as the the particular looks or anything. So I think it's anyone's yeah. guess. <clears throat> but fingers crossed they can evolve because <laughs> pointless. Get ready for Pokemon Go Fest with a free event shirt avatar item. Sick. Still can't have other styles of hair. Uh, Shiny, Whismer, Chimeco, Adino, and Timpole will be making their Pokemon Go debut during the event. If you're lucky, you may encounter one. Nice. It's uh, it's the sound. The sound Pokemons. On Saturday, July 17th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. local time, Pokemon Go Fest 2021 ticket holders will be able to enjoy the following features. So this is for ticket holders. Not to the general public. Pokemon Go Fest 2021 is a musical or as a music festival, and you're the show director. It's a lot of responsibility. Help Professor Willow and the team leaders put on an incredible concert celebration by choosing between certain Pokemon to join the festivities. Complete this special research for special rewards, including an encounter with a mythical Pokemon, a shirt avatar item, and an exclusive avatar pose. After you complete the special research, take a snapshot for a surprise. Pikachu Rockstar or Pikachu Popstar. Your choice will determine the in-game music that will play for you during the event. The Pokemon music producer Junichi Masuda has produced brand new tracks just for Pokemon Go Fest 2021, including a rock and rolling track for Pikachu Rockstar fans, a high-energy electro-pop song for Pikachu Popstar stands, and more. Nice. Sorry, I'm. T- I mean, if it's anything like what we had for uh, Kanto Fest, you know it's going to be good. It's, pro- it's probably it's probably going to be pretty sweet. Um, 
Yeah, it's probably going to be pretty sweet. Uh, Pikachu Rockstar, Pikachu, Pikachu Pop. Uh, nope, actually, I already read that one. Uh, you'll get to fill out the rest of your musical group. Will you pick Galarian Ponyta or Galarian Zigzagoon? Gardevoir or Flygon? Uh, all these Pokemon will be dressed to impress in special event costumes. Dwebble, you need to work with me here. I'm trying to podcast. <laughs> I need you to get on the ball. Help me help you. Help me. The Global Challenge Arena is back this year. On Saturday, ticket holders will work together to complete a collaborative challenge each hour. If they complete the challenge in time, they'll earn a bonus for the remainder of the hour. You can check the Today View to keep track of global progress. Is that kind of like what they... That's what they did last year too, right? Absolutely. That is exactly what they did last year. Did they do that for Kanto too, or was that just GoFest? I feel like they did that for the Kanto. How's it going, Joey? They did. I think they did something similar. Okay. I mean, they've done they've done the sort of like global challenge for On the last the couple of events. The last couple of events as well. So, yeah. Um, do raids or beat rocket, uh, rocket. Groups. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, we had them for the <clears throat> X and Y. Of course, the goalposts have shifted. So. <laughs> well, I mean, for the the weekly events, it's one of those things that they've last they've asked for like a lot more than what they would ask for right what the the hourly challenges are so uh that's good to hear jerry you'll be able uh, to complete, i think around the each habitat hour part uh you'll be able to complete four collection challenges each themed after a habitat hour similar to last last year's go fest yep uh no actually i take that back that's um no, actually, GoFest and I think Kanto did something similar. During each mm-hmm. habitat hour, certain Pokemon will be attached, attracted to incense. Jungle, Unknown F, Unknown G, Ludicolo, Chatot, Leafeon, and Superior. Uh, Desert Mountain, Flareon, Unknown F, Unknown G, Tyranitar, Flygon, and Throw. Hmm, these are some third-tier evolutions spawn in here. Ocean Beach, Gyarados, Vaporeon, Azumarill, Unknown F, Unknown G, and Sock. Uh, and Cave, Umbreon, Unknown F, Unknown G, Gardevoir, Absol, and Galvantula. <clears throat> During event hours, Pokemon appearing in the wild and attracted to incense will have an inc- increased chance of being shiny. This will be easier to it will be easier to discover shiny Pokemon in the wild than those attracted by incense on Saturday than on Sunday. So, look for your shinies on Saturday. Shiny, uh, use those incense on Saturday. Yes. Shiny Unknown F, Shiny Throw, and Shiny Sock will be making their Pokemon Go debut during the event. Pokemon Go Fest 2021 Day 2 Raid, or as I like to call it, Give Me All Your Money. <laughs> on Sunday, July 18th, 2021 at... Oh, this is a 1017. Good, goodness gracious, Dwebble. You're so, you're so big. You've been growing. You're so big. <clears throat> Pinch those little cheeks of yours, Dwebble. On Sunday, July 18th, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. local time, all trainers will enjoy the following. Sunday's gameplay will be focused on raids, and some of your favorites will be returning for this epic celebration. Stay tuned for more info. Uh, pro- probably some legendaries or something. Miss any Pokemon Question on the first Question is, day do we see Primals come out at this point, or do we see Dialga and Pial... Dialga and Palkia Shinies released. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, I, I believe my guess is more so the latter. I'm going to say neither. 
Um, I say we get a Dialga and Palkia event when the Diamond and Pearl remakes come out in... November? Yes. That'll mean that's a full calendar year since we have seen them last. And that's... Okay. Okay? <laughs> it's... I mean, it sucks, but it's not the worst thing in the world. Could throw as out long as stuff. we don't get the Beasts of the Birds again, I'm okay. I mean, what if you got both? Would you be <laughs> Please mad? Please no. Hey, look, it's all of the th- it's it's not just one or two of the things you don't. You hey, don't we want. don't like giving you new legendaries or giving out shinies of things that you really want or the dragons. So here, let us recycle for the next six months the same first two gen legendaries. Why give you one or two of the things you don't like when we can give you all of them? At the same Hashtag, time. Hi, Reggie Rock. Hi, Reggie Steel. Hi, Reggie Ice. <laughs> Look what's going on right now. That's what I'm talking about. Sadness. Mm, uh, miss any Pokemon on the first day of the event? Don't worry. All Pokemon appearing more frequently in the wild on Saturday will be appearing again on Sunday during event hours. On Sunday, July 18th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., local time ticket holders will be able to enjoy the following. Earn an extra 10,000 XP. In raid rewards when you complete a raid battle, spin gym photo discs to earn up to 10 raid passes. These can be used for in-person raids. Complete timed research to earn up to 8 remote raid passes. These can be used to join a raid from anywhere. Pick up a free event bundle containing 3 remote raid passes. This will be available in the shop on Sunday, July 18th, 2021 from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. local time. All Pokemon attracted to incense from Saturday will be attracted to incense during event hours on Sunday. That's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. So it's... They really want you to do raids. (laughs) Give us money. I mean, they're giving you, what, 21 free passes? They're giving you a lot. It It is a lot of, like, that's the only reason I'm not, like, absolutely lambasting this, is that they are giving you a lot of free raid passes, and the all of the spawns are going to continue from the first day. So it's one of those things that like I I can't I'll I will do the amount of raid passes I will use the depending on what the raids are. I will do the amount of raids of they give that they give the passes for. I'll get that XP and then I'll probably throw an incense on and enjoy the rest of the just the event. Casually enjoy the rest of the event. So spawns. if we count this up here if you were able to stack two days worth of free raid passes, mm-hmm. that's 12 regular passes mm-hmm. and then 11 remote passes. We could do a thing where we go downtown Bellevue and as battle science as a group host for some people. And then we could, I mean, we could just live stream an event raid day mm-hmm. with just our group because that's 11 raids that we can host. And if we go somewhere like Bellevue, we could probably see 11 raids. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we could just be like, okay, if anybody has any good raids or anybody wants us to join them in a raid stream, we can join them with the, what is it, 12 or 11 free remotes we get? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's something you want to do or not, but it's an option. Uh, we'll see how we get closer. We still have another month and a half or so. So yep. we've got plenty of time to figure out what we're doing I'm, and I, for one, am a huge fan of new gym badges, so I would love to do that. I'm very curious to see what Pokemon spawn in it, because if they're sure. not good, then who cares? I mean, so, but if you don't use them, you'll lose them. Well, I mean, I would still use them, but like the excitement is might be considerably less. This is GoFest. Nothing's off the table here. Yeah. Um, 
we'll have to wait and see. So yeah, and I think that's where everybody's at right now is they want to know what the available mm-hmm. pool is going to be before they go nuts. Yes, both days. I mean, what was our feature raid last year? Do you remember for GoFest? The second I don't half remember. Was, oh, the second the half was. Uh, or no, that was Canto. No, the second half was the gyms or the rockets. Rockets. So. I don't remember if there were special raids. I want to say it was Ponytail. No. I'll look it up. Keep going. Yeah, I well, I remember day one there were raids. No, I'm thinking of Kanto. Yeah, Kanto was the regionals. Well, Kanto was the regionals and then it was the birds. Because you had to get the birds and Mewtwo to get the collection yep. challenge. That was Kanto. So... I know, but I, which is oh. which is why I'm saying okay, this is all Kanto. I don't remember what GoFest. Dialga and Palkia were in raids during GoFest, weren't they? I don't remember. <laughs> it, was... it was only a year ago. <laughs> Zoomer, say, I'll look ahead. it up. Don't worry about it. Randall, I am a nice blend between a Boomer and a Zoomer. That's a rank fifty-six for what's it called? Bubble. For Dwebbles Evolution, so that's that's nice. That's nice. Crustle. Crustle. Crustly. Uh, Stop it. <laughs> both days. It's uh it's Pebble and Crustly. And that's all for what's exclusive to each day. All trainers can expect both days, both event days, to feature the following. Shiny AWAX. I do remember Shiny AWAX. That's right. Uh, All right, are you ready for those raid bosses? Yes, tell me the raid bosses. 2020 Pokemon Go Fest. Tier 1 was Timber and Clink. Tier 2 was, ex- back when Tier 2 existed, mm. was Alolan Executor and Gibble. I do remember the Gibbles. Because that is when it was first available, I think, as a shiny. Uh, tier 3 was Chansey, Aerodactyl, and Skarmory. Tier 4 was your uh, Venusaur, Blastoise, Charizard. And it was Kyogre and Groudon. Hmm. Interesting. That's right. I do remember Gibble. Yeah, Gibble, some of the uh, Alolans. I do vaguely remember doing Kyogre and Groudon, but not being... I think we only did like one or two. Yeah, it's one of those things that's like, yeah, it's, it's all right. Uh, all right, back to the article here. I'm still trying to catch Dwebble. They really should shift spotlight hour. We should shift when we record. I don't know. Uh, okay, both days. Trainers, uh, all trainers can expect both days to feature the following bonuses. Trainer photos will be featured in the today view. Neat. Uh, moving on. All lure modules activated during the event hours will last for three hours. Yay, they confirmed it. The long boys. Special music created by Pokemon music producer Junichi Masuda will be playing in the app throughout the event. Half hatch distance when eggs are placed in an incubator during event hours. I believe, I imagine that's the 10 to 6. Um, Pokemon hatching from 7k eggs including Igglybuff, Chingling, Audino, and more. E- 
event exclusive field research tasks, special on map visual effects, and more. So, so confetti. We're getting confetti again. Yes. <laughs> Ticket holders can expect both days of the event to featuring the following open gifts or spin Pokestops to get special event stickers. Take snapshots on both days for a surprise. Unknown F and unknown G will be attracted to incense throughout the event. If you're lucky, you may even encounter a shiny one. And that's not all with Google Play as the official event sponsor for Pokemon Go Fest 2021. Trainers can expect fun surprises and exclusive perks. Google Play points multiplier. From now until May 30th, Google Play members will get four times Google Play points on all purchases made in Pokemon Go, including tickets. There will also be a special earn rate from July 12th to July 18th. Join now if you haven't already. Plus, trainers using Android devices on Saturday, July 17th will be eligible for an exclusive sponsored gift to help power their Pokemon Go Fest experiences. Stay tuned for more details. 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 It's, um... Mm, I can't remember the character from Rainbow Six Siege, his introductory video. Um, more points with Google Play. Yes, I don't know if I have that enabled. I need to look at that. As an Android user, shame on me. Maybe. It's already over. Oh, really? Oh. It says until May 30th. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's right. All right, well. Um, oh, well. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't mean I can't enable the google play points anyway because that's fair yeah i haven't yet no reason i shouldn't uh the print at home kit is returning this year for trainers around the world trainers in the united states and canada will be able to purchase a new pokemon go fest t-shirt from pokemoncenter.com more details to come also be sure to check that out, sell out shop. immediately <laughs> well they came back in stock after a little while do they okay. i believe so also, be sure to check out the Niantic shop to equip yourself with new limited edition items for a day of adventure and exploration available for shipping to U.S. addresses only. We've outlined differences between the free and paid GoFest experience here. How to purchase a ticket. You guys know how to spend money. <laughs> I don't need to tell you. It's the same products as last year currently. Oh, wait, there's one or two new things on the Niantic store. Ah. They have a Niantic face mask. Interesting. Wait, what does it look like? It... It's a scarf. Wait, 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 wait. What is the Niantic shop? What are you talking? What are we talking about here? Near the bottom there, uh-huh. you mentioned the Niantic shop for more other items. What is the Niantic shop? Oh, you can buy Niantic branded gear. Okay, cool. Um, I appreciate all that Niantic does, but I don't think I'll buy a Niantic shirt. What is this toast? Ingress to- Ingress Toast Plush? What in the world? <laughs> I didn't know Ingress had what what? I'm confused. <laughs> Steven's baffled. It, it, it it's toast. I'm confused. <laughs> Socks, scarf, and a and a pin. Cool. Uh next item <laughs> I hear this laugh. La- ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, good one randall big oof, big I, hear oof. I hear there's lag in the shipping uh, would you like me to go over this one? Oh yeah season of discovery go for it all right trainers during the season of legends the therian forms of tornadoes thunderous and landers arrived in pokemon go I, I, setting the stage what i need to correct you it's therian formies 
It's not forms, it's formies. Or the Pokemon Go debut of Xerneas and Yvaltal. Trainers become legendary and legends were made, <laughs> told, and made. Now we're excited to announce the next season, the season of Discovery, which will feature our fifth anniversary celebration and Pokemon Go Fest 2021. From encountering Pokemon that have never appeared in Pokemon Go before to discovering new things about the ones we've grown to know and love, this season will be about the spirit of Discovery and Pokemon Go. The season of Discovery, how many times can they say it? will run from Tuesday, June 1st, 2021 at 10 a.m. local time. Hey, that's today. To Wednesday, September 1st, 2021 at 10 a.m. local time. You know, you think about that, that sounds far off, but that's really not. It's 90 days. It's three months. <laughs> Unexpected guests will be making appearances in five-star raids, including encounters during Pokemon Go Fest 2021. Look out for more. Uh, I just lost my spot. More raid updates in our monthly event blogs. This season, Mega Raids will only feature one Mega Evolved Pokemon at a time. Curious to why they made that decision. Um, stay tuned for further details each month for what's coming in June. See our June events blog here. Different Pokemon will be appearing in the wild. <gasps> what? Do, 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 do. Breaking news. Pidgeot has been banned from Great League in GBL. Thank you, D5, for the update. I am so glad I played more than half my sets already I, for the day. I love seeing D5 let us know in the chat immediately popping open Twitter, and the first tweet is Pokeminers. Pidgeot has been banned from Great League in GBL. Do you want to pull that up here on the stream? Uh, it's that's um, That's all it is. It's literally just the tweet. All right. The tweet. Yeah. Poor Birdie. It's All right. Pidgeot um, has been banned from Great League and GBL. Um, yeah, because Feather Dance is crashing some people's games. I actually yes. had it happen to me, and then I went to... Oh, look, there's an actual recording. Yeah. Scroll down there. a little bit. Yep. Let me go back to the beginning. Um, Basically making... I was going to record it myself because I had seen it quite a few times. You can still, I mean, uh, actually, that's a good question. Did they ban the the pre evolves? Did did they ban the entire family? Yeah, I don't. Well, Pidgeot's the only one that has Feather Dance. That's a mm, that's a good question. I mean, if you want to go use Pidgey or Pidgeotto, say swap. Give it, give it a go. <laughs> uh, give it a go. A third shield. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, Randall, I am incredibly hyped for Gibble Community Day so much that I'm going to carry around an ice drink and throw ice cubes at it. <laughs> Get in the ball. <laughs> we need to weaken it. Uh, Different Pokemon will be appearing in the wild for the uh, seasons or seasons of Discovery. Uh, as the season changes, different Pokemon will be appearing. In different areas across the world, in cities, Pokemon such as Alone, Rattata, Magnemite, and Porygon will be appearing more frequently in the wild, while in far-off forests, Bellsprout, Stoduo, Scoropi, and more will be frequently appearing in the wild. The mountains will be seeing shifts in Pokemon as well. So, here's my question. Does this mean they're going back to biomes again? I don't, let me did, let me finish the article first. Uh, um, uh, sorry. Did they leave biomes? I don't think they've focused so much on them in the past couple years. I think it, well, I mean, how can we tell? We've been flooded with events. Yeah. <laughs> All 
I mean, I've been seeing a lot of Pidgey today, like a lot of flying Pokemon. Although I don't know if that's necessarily that might just be the new season. I I don't know. Um, Magikarp, Meryl, and Wilmer will be more appearing in the frequently near bodies of water. So I mean, for where we live in Washington, we get I think the majority of those biomes. Mm. It just comes down to what does Niantic consider the biome. Mm. I would have to imagine like inner city Bellevue, inner city Seattle would be considered city biomes. But if we're talking about like downtown Snoqualmie, downtown North Bend, you know, out in these rural areas that we live in, do they consider those cities? I mean, I don't care to go into extensive detail and find out yes or no. It's It promotes you discovering. And I think that's what the whole point of this is, is, hey, let's go to these areas. Let's see what's spawning. But that's, again, hoping that these event spawns don't overlap these spawns. Uh, continuing the article, though, there are many more Pokemon that will be appearing more often in the wild, so stay tuned for details. Here are the Hemisphere-exclusive Pokemon. During this season, trainers can encounter different Pokemon in the Northern and Southern Hemispheres. In the Northern Hemisphere... Pokemon like Alolan, Diglett, Staryu, Barboach, and Petalil will be appearing more frequently in the wild. The first partner Pokemon originally discovered in the Hoenn region, Trico, Torchic, Mudkip, will also be appearing in the wild. Keep an eye out for summer form Deerling. If you're lucky, you might even encounter Pokemon such as Sableye, Scyther, and Combi in the wild. Meanwhile, for our neighbors down south, in the southern hemisphere, they will be seeing Pokemon such as Alolan Sandshrew, Alolan Vulpix, Shelter. Shelter's nice. That's the extra dust. Uh, partner Pokemon from Sinnoh will be showing up. Turtwig, Chimchar, and Piplup. Keep an eye out for Winter Form Deerling, and you might encounter Pokemon such as Lickitung, Chimeco, and Cubchoo in the wild. Um, to kind of top that off, how are you feeling about those pools there, Stephen? Mm. Let me get back to it. Sorry. Um... You're all good. Let's see. So we here in the northern are getting Dig Alolan Diglett, Staryu, Barboach, Petalil. I have seen Petalil all over the place today. <laughs> um, well, weather boosted for sure. Yeah, that helps. Um, give me one moment. Um, no, Pidgey is not banned. It is just Pidgeot. Pidgeot. It should, yeah, Pidgeot. It's just the third form. I am running into a battle against a rank four with a Pidgey lead. Jeez. It's an Arbok. So that's what you're doing. Okay. Yes, this is what I'm doing. Um, I mean, I, I've done the same to you before, so it's okay. Let's see. It's summer, so I don't... Oh, he's running bite on an Arbok. Uh, no, we're not going hypno. Um, Would you like me to come back to you? Uh, no, I'm going to lose this probably, so we'll we'll just, we'll just auto-tap basically here. Um, are there rotations I've ne never been a big fan of? So it's one of those things that's like, why limit what spawns? Uh, yeah, I was seeing a couple of tweets, or either it was tweets or it was on Reddit, of why are they limiting it when people need to finish their Pokedex and all that stuff, and I can kind of understand that. Um, um, like, I mean, we're getting a featured Pokemon for PvP and Sableye, and they're getting Lickitung, but why not both? Yeah, uh, like Lick Lickitung was like the big one of like doing Lickitung. Um, limiting Lickitung is really hard for people um, with the 
Especially with the, this month's cup coming up. With this month's cup and the like almost requirement of being as chunky as possible and getting the XL like a tongue, like that's that's hard. That's not a that's not ideal. It's incredibly limiting. Yeah. Um I mean I've made my opinions clear in the previous season that they were limiting, I think, Ferrisseed. Um yep. so it's one of those things that like that suck. This sucks. This is not ideal at all. Um, it doesn't mean that they won't show up for an event. Um, so it, you know, um, uh, Jmar says they have always used open street map tags for biomes. Mm -hmm. So I guess you could check open street maps. That's a good way to check for sure. But I kind of like the essence of being able to, like, I imagine Jmar, if we come up to your neck of the woods up there in Juanita, that that would be considered an ocean biome or at least i would hope so is that what they were calling it the lol get wrecked <laughs> what did you win with the pidgey yeah pidgey hypno uh <laughs> pidgey hypno and a shiny gyarados double moved thankfully uh with dragon breath so um it was an arbok a a rye and a nine tails pidgey mvp carrying the team uh it was it was dragon breath uh uh what's it called dragon breath uh gyarados so no actually i okay. want to go next battle yes i would like to exit trainer battles i'll take that 300 stardust <laughs> and probably not finish the set <clears throat> so different pokemon that will be hatching don't tell in tech <laughs> huh from eggs the oh. comment <laughs> pitchy open you don't tell my <laughs> different pokemon from eggs you're going to see metatite Buizel, spritzy and swirlux hatching from twos Gross. Yes. Togepi, Gligar, Skarmory, Bonsly will be hatching from fives. Cool. I'm okay. Timber, Rufflet, Gumi, and Noibat will be hatching from ten. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. At least Gumi and Noibat are out of the bad, 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 bad 12k. All of cool. these are minimum 10 IVs. Cranidos, Sheldon, Skrelp, Clauncher will be hatching from 5k with Adventure Sync. Bagon, Beldum, Gibble, Rylou, and will be hatching from the 10k Adventure Sinks. Good for them. Um, during the season, Bag you can check it. to see each type of egg to see a list of what can hatch from it. Different research, oh. research tasks can be found at Pokestops. Hold this on. season, you'll... What? Hold on. Eggs. Eggs bad. Bagon and Beldum shouldn't be in 10k eggs earned from Adventure Sync. They just shouldn't. They shouldn't. Should be gone. Um, the problem of eggs having a minimum of ten IVs sucks. It's bad. It shouldn't. It's bad because you have a chance to get them, a very small chance of getting reasonable IVs or that near hundo that you want for that near hundo or hundo for Master League of particular Pokemon, as well as getting the Pokemon and then maybe someone else wants it and trading it and maybe getting the right IVs. It just sucks. I mean, the big, ben the, the only saving grace of eggs is the sheer amount of candy you get. I was hatching a couple of eggs walking around today. I was getting five plus XL candy and 20, 20 regular candy of each hatch. Mm -hmm. So that's the only saving grace of eggs is the sheer amount of candy you get. 
So what you're telling me is I need to go out and start hatching 2Ks to get this Metatite XL so I can finish my Metacham. Actually, yeah, that's not bad. Go get, <laughs> see if you can go get 2Ks. But five, again, that's yeah. spin the wheel. It's still one of those things. If you And if you get a 5K and a 10K, you still have to hatch it. You still have to yeah. walk around and hatch it. So I, because they still don't let us throw eggs away. Eggs are bad. Actual eggs are good. Some scrambled eggs, maybe a fried egg. That's, that's good different stuff. Different field research tasks can be found at Pokestops. <laughs> this season, you'll receive different field research tasks from Pokestops than before, including new tasks and new rewards. There'll also be monthly changes to the field research tasks. Do you want to open up Sylph and we can take a quick look at some of those new ones? Uh, have they been updated? They should be. Okay. And uh, JMR to make comment on the Juanita Beach is definitely a water biome. He says they used to go there magic art fishing back in the day. Funny story uh, here in Issaquah, one of the local towns neighboring to us, probably about what, 20 miles out? 20 or 12? Uh, it's like a 15, 20 minute drive. Yeah. They have a fish hatchery in the middle of the town. And back when the game first came out, Open street maps or whatever they used at the time considered that a water biome and they would constantly spawn Magikarp to the point where one of the people that lived in the apartment across the street was able to get a Gyarados by the second week of the game. Nice. And everybody lost their mind. They're like, what? Yeah, that 400 uh, forehanded candy is nothing to sneeze at. Not easy. <laughs> um, let's see. Update June 1st. Okay, cool. We do have updates. Whoop. Catching tasks. Use 10 berries to help catch Pokemon is an Electivire. No. That's pretty good. Oh, that's Electric. Electric, sorry. Uh, Magikarp for catch 7 Pokemon. Catch 3 Pokemon is a Magnemite. Catch 10 Pokemon for a Magikarp. Catch 5 Pokemon so with other... So there's now two, two rewards for Magikarp. Yes. Catch 5 Pokemon with weather boost. A uh, Poliwag, Vulpix, uh, Hippopotas, and Snover. Catch so two a, new ones in that pool. Catch a Dragon-type Pokemon for a Dratini or Bagon. Seven Fighting-type Pokemon. I transferred that research earlier because I was like, that can't be, <laughs> that can't be good. Uh, that's a Meta-type. Uh, mega Energy. Uh, no info on air mapping tasks or sponsor tasks so far. Throwing tasks. Three Great Throws. A Ghastly. Uh, it's not Armaldo. Is it Armaldo? Anorith. Anorith. Um, Lilip. Lilip and Snubble. Five nice throws. A Voltorb or Dunsparce. Ooh, Dunsparce. I got a Dunsparce earlier. That must have been it. No, it was a... Th yeah, no, that's right. Five nice, nice throws. I was thinking it was three. Three great throws in a row is an Onyx. No. No. Don't do that. Three excellent that one's throws. Pretty easy. Excellent throws in a row is a gibble. That's solid. Five great curveball throws in a row is still Spinda. Um, still shiny though. Uh, miscellaneous tasks: take a snapshot of a Pokemon. In the, uh, take a snapshot of a wild Pokemon is a Murkrow, Hopip, or Yanma. Evolve a Pokemon is Eevee. Power up a Pokemon five times are one of the Johto starters. Power up a Pokemon seven times is a Hoenn starter. Spin three Pokestops or Gyms is a Pseudowoodo. Power up a Pokemon three times is a Kanto starter. Power up a Pokemon five times is a Kanto starter. There are two Power up a Pokemon five times. 
Um, hatch two eggs is a oh, beldum. Hatch an egg is either a pineco or a uh, mantine, which is an interesting choice. Battle and go battle league for a mudkip. Spin five Pokestops or gems for a Ralts and some Mega Energy Tasks. Battling Tasks, win a level three or higher raid for the two Kanto Fossils of... Oh, goodness gracious. Ammonite and Kabuto. Thank you. Win five raids for a Aerodactyl. Win a raid for a... Sir, not Valerian so Farfetch'd. Valerian nice. Farfetch'd. That's an interesting one. Defeat team... Three Team Go Rocket Grunts for the... Um, Hitmonchan Medi- or Hitmonlee. Yes, I almost called Hitmon... Uh, or Metacham and Metalee. <laughs> My brain no do good. Uh, and then Buddy Friendship Tasks. Five hearts with your buddy is a primate... No. Mankey. Mankey, sorry. Uh, send three gifts to friends are a Chinchow. <laughs> Turn two candies walking with your buddy... Bunnelby. Bunnelby. Uh, never stop catching Bunnelby. Ernie Candy walking with your buddy is a um, Makuhita. Right? <laughs> what is the train of Pokemon? Is that what I think it is? That's a Graveler. A regular or a Lolan? That's a regular. Okay. And Earn Three Candies walking your buddy is a regular Stunfisk. I mean, even then, the trade of Pokemon, that's a good one, because then you can get another free trade off of that. If you trade that Graveler, that's a free evolution. True. If you're looking for it. Looking for the free evolution. Oh, I mean, that's good experience. Yeah, out of these research, catch seven fighting-type Pokemon. That's the one you like? That's the only one. uh, So, catch seven fighting-type Pokemon, earn two candies walking with your buddy. Those are going to be the two that I would recommend everyone doing. Three excellent throws in a row for a Gibble is also solid. Um, Gibble candy and getting a Hundo Gibble are going to be great. So the rest of them, rest of them are okay. <laughs> they are all right. I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'll go for the seven fighting. I'll go for the winner raid just because I I have a Hundo f- Surfetch. So winner raid at this point is just me getting extra G G fetch. Mm-hmm. Um, I might ask people if they do the five hearts with your buddy to give me their manky because I'm still looking for a better primate. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's all pretty much the same. I mean, the rewards have changed or things got added to the pool, but these aren't incredibly difficult tasks except for win five raids. Yeah, that these just aren't... takes money. Yeah, money or time. Yeah, these are oh, okay. These are all right. Yeah. Transfer my. So to finish out the uh, season of discovery article, be on the lookout for bonus items throughout the season. To kick off the season of discovery, you'll receive a free remote pass from Ray Search Breakthrough Awards throughout the month of June. Throughout the entire season, you'll earn twice the XP for research breakthroughs as well. Okay, that's new. I didn't know that. And of course, please be aware of your surrounding and follow guidelines from local health authorities when playing Pokemon Go. Upcoming events are subject to change. Be sure to follow us on social media, often receiving push notifications and subscribe to emails that are updated for the latest on game events and features. Please be sure to check this help article for the Pokemon Go team. Nice. Uh, 
righty. Um, June. As you start off on this next article, I'm going to go grab some more water, and okay. I'm also going to redeem a hydrate. Everyone else should also take a drink of water. It is hot out. If it is not hot out where you are, you should still stay hydrated. I will return. What am I? I'm going to speed run. <clears throat> June events. Get a free remote raid pass from Research Breakthroughs all through this month. Do those things. Save Shadow Zapdos from Giovanni. Shadow Zapdos is returning Tuesday, June 1st, uh, 1st until Thursday, June 17th. Uh, Giovanni will have Shadow Zapdos. If you haven't already, complete the latest Team Go Rocket special research. The higher they fly to earn a Super Rocket Radar. This will help you track down the Team Go Rocket boss to save Shadow Zapdos. We're hearing reports that Giovanni will have a different Shadow Pokemon in his grasp starting Thursday, June 17th. Take a look out for further details in the coming weeks, trainers. For more information, please see this Help Center article. This is, I believe, because there was issues with Giovanni or the research or something. I don't... Oh, no, 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 no. That's because the Go Rocket... Uh, Go Rocket grunts weren't spawning properly and they were bugged out. So, if you still want the Shadow Zapdos and have the Super Rocket Radar, go get Shadow Zapdos before June 17th. Um, and then it looks like we might get some new rocket research or something on the 17th. So fingers crossed something cool happens and maybe Giovanni won't have one of the legendary birds as a shadow Pokemon. We'll find out. June research breakthrough encounters from Tuesday, June 1st to Thursday, July 1st. You'll encounter Clam Pearl and research breakthrough encounters. As an extra bonus this month, you will also receive a free remote raid pass and twice the XP when you achieve a research breakthrough. I'll take the XP. Clam Pearl is eh, is alright. Um, I do wish they gave Clam Pearl's evolution of Gorbis and oh, help me out. It's Gorbis and Huntail. Gorbis needs Charm. Huntail needs Snarl. Um, they should have been Water Fairy and Water Dark, respectively. This was before Fairy came out, but I still think that they could retroactively make them, or at least give them those moves. Although I don't think either of them can learn those moves in the main series game, so those are probably never going to happen. But they would be uh, really cool. They'd be really cool. What's really cool? Uh, if Huntail and Gorby Scott, Snarl, and Charm, respectively. But I oh, for sure. I don't believe they they can learn either move in the main series games. So, you know, it's too bad. Um, the double XP and the remote raid pass, though. Go get you, go get you some of those. Featured Pokemon and raids. Following legendary Pokemon will be appearing in five star raids throughout June. Roger Rock, Roger Ice, and Roger Steel will be appearing in five star raids from Tuesday, June first to Thursday, June seventeenth. From Thursday, June seventeenth to Wednesday, June thirtieth, a surprise legendary Pokemon will be appearing in raids. I imagine it'll be probably something about a rocket, a rocket event, because if Giovanni's shadow legendary is changing or sh featured shadow pokemon is changing on june 17th the raids will probably change in association with that so maybe we'll get another rocket event like every other month we're getting a rocket event i don't mind it because these shadows are sick but like yeah, i was gonna say i just got a rank 64 shadow snorlax i need a new tm again whew, we're getting a lot of them maybe we'll get team aqua team magma that'd maybe. be nice That'd be sick. That'd be sick. If we've got Shadow Poochiana, Aqua and Magma, guys. Come on. Come on, Niantic. You know we want it. You know it. 
Give me some of that avatar items. Make me look like a pirate. Do it. Do it. Uh, in addition, the following Mega Evolved Pokemon will be appearing in Mega Raids. Mega Lot Bunny will appear in Mega Raids from Tuesday, June 1st to June 8th. Mega Slowbro will be making its Pokemon Go debut in Mega Raids from June 8th to June 17th. Mega Gyarados will appear in Mega Raids from June 17th to July 2nd. June 1st, only one Pokemon will be, from June 1st, only one Pokemon will be appearing in Mega Raids at a time. That way you're not spinning the wheel at every raid. So, I mean, it's appreciated. I feel like people would still go with whatever they want anyways. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it more or less reduces the FOMO of not doing one over the other. Yes. Ooh, every Wednesday in June, a raid hour event will occur from 6 to 7 p.m. local time. Following Pokemon will be featured June 2nd, Reggie Rock, June 9th, Reggie Steel, June 16th, Reggie Ice, June 23rd, to be announced, June 30th, to be announced. Pokemon Spotlight Hours in the month of June. Pokemon Spotlight Hours. Reggie Gagas comes back. Or, oh. or, hear me out, hear uh, me out. There's two. Okay. Reggie Alecki and Reggie uh, Draco. That is what people are thinking. Oh, maybe we are getting the Galarian form of Slowbro. So, if we got the the Galar variants of the Reggies, then that would be cool. That would be cool. Spotlight hours, June first. It's double. <laughs> it's already happened. Cool. Uh, June eighth, Abra will be in the spotlight, and you'll learn twice the candy for catching Pokemon. June 15th, Slowpoke will be in the spotlight, and you'll learn twice the candy for transferring Pokemon. June 22nd, Swinub will be in the spotlight, and you'll earn twice the XP for evolving Pokemon. And June 29th, my birthday, Apom will be in the spotlight hour. Boo! Give me Vulpix! Come on! Come on! Apom, really? Really? It doesn't matter what you think! Twice the Stardust for catching Pokemon. Uh... Go catch Meltan instead. <clears throat> uh, ain't nobody got time for Apom. Uh, June Community Day. Abra. <laughs> what? I was going to say that. Do that for Abra. Yeah, Abra's not great. Uh, twice the candy. That's true. And we've already had Abra Community Day. So, you know, if you're still looking for a good Abra, Abra's will be in the spotlight. But if not, go get that Meltan. Join us Sunday, June 6th. Oh, man, it's, so, it's coming so close. 11 a.m., to 5 p.m. local time for a community day featuring Gibble, the Land Shark Pokemon. Land Shark. For more Pokemon, for more details, check out the June Community Day blog. We've talked about it before. It's getting uh, Garchomp is getting Earth Power. Uh, we'll talk more about the humorous, not actual community day moves for Garchomp uh, with the community question. Upcoming events. Stay tuned for details of these upcoming events. A very slow discovery from Tuesday, June 8th, 8th through Sunday, June 15th. Local time, Galarian Slowpoke, Galarian Slowbro, and Mega Slowbro will make their Pokemon Go debuts. This event will be themed around lazy and active Pokemon. Will be include a collection challenge featuring Slowpoke and others. So wait, Galarian Slowbro, that's the one with the, the cannon thing, right? Yep. Is... Is Galarian Slow King is a thing, or is it just Slow Bro? Nope, not yet. Well, could have sworn I saw something about that. Okay. I am disappointed slightly in that my prediction was that we were going to get Galarian Slowpoke as a 
similar event to Galarian Mr. Mime, and I'm wrong. I honestly don't know if we'll see. We're in June. Yeah, I don't know if we'll there see. There is anymore. a Galarian Slowking. It's just uh, it's I a... never got one yet, so I'm not sure how it's obtainable. Okay, but it is another form. Yeah, and it's just not going to be available here. I imagine. I mean, that's still pretty funny. Galarian Slowbro uses the shelter as a cannon. Mm. And it is a poison and psychic type. Yes, which is fantastic. Um, <laughs> we'll talk more about poison types in a little bit. Uh, solstice event from Thursday, June 17th through Sunday, June 20th. Local time, our Solstice theme event is back. Trainers in the Northern Hemisphere will encounter summer-themed Pokemon, while trainers in the Southern Hemisphere will encounter winter-themed Pokemon. Look out for more details on June 16th, 2021. <clears throat> the, the day before. We'll release more info the day before. Okay. Good for you guys. Question marks. Trainers will be able to sink their two front teeth into an ex- unexpected event on f- from Friday, June 15th through Thursday, July 1st. I think they're talking about Bidoof. Bidoof event. It's all I can think of. They're two front teeth and all I'm thinking of Bidoof. What about Applin? It's a beaver. Um, What? Applin? Apple? Sink your two front teeth? No. No, we're not even anywhere near releasing Applin. Because it's a Galar Pokemon. I'm thinking I'm I thinking Bidoof. This is... I, it's Bidoof, probably. Maybe. I don't know. If someone else has a... If, if, if there's an idea of something else that fits this description of two front teeth prominent two front teeth um let me know maybe it's a dentist Rattata. 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 maybe maybe i don't know wait a minute what's rodents the, uh no that already happened i believe Anyways. it's australia or new zealand that's dealing with a uh like a rat um rat plague not not rat plague but like uh overabundance of rats yes like swarms so i'm sorry Hopefully it's Bidoof and it's not rats. Keep an eye out for more details on additional weekend events occurring throughout June and get ready for a new season starting in June as well. And it's already started. Woo! All right. Speed run complete. Next event or next thing. Season of Discovery begins with a very slow event. Huh? Sometimes the best adventure is a slow one. And the upcoming A Very Slow Discovery event, you'll be able to take inspiration from the very same Pokemon that inspired us, Slowpoke. A very slow discovery will feature Slowpoke, Galarian Slowpoke, Mega Slowbro, and Galarian Slowbro. Some other Pokemon appearing during this event are quite slow and active as well. June 8th to June 13th features Galarian Slowpoke will be making its Pokemon, ga- ga- po- Pokemon Go debut. You can evolve it into Galarian Slowbro by ca- catching 30 Poison-type Pokemon when it's your buddy. We've heard reports of that Galarian Slowking is taking its time to make its Pokemon Go appearance. You could even say its arrival <laughs> might be quite slow. Fascinating. Mega Slowbro will take make its Pokemon Go debut in Mega Raids. Keep an eye out for the event exclusive field research tasks that will reward Slowbro Mega Energy. It's a Beyblade. Um, <laughs> Slowpro- <laughs> Slowpoke, Slackhoth, Gulpin, Spoink, and more will be appearing more often in the wild. If you're lucky, you might encounter a Slowbro or Vigoroth. Galarian Slowpoke, Alolan Grimer, Shelter, 
Shinks and Timber will be appearing in one-star raids. Snorlax, Slowking, Slacking, and Toxic Oak will be appearing in three-star raids. Collect- I'm so happy! Snorlax is back! Snorlax is back! Chinese, invite me to all of the raids! Oh boy. Collect event exclusive field research that'll challenge you to complete difficult tasks for some very slow rewards. Huh. Complete a Slowpoke themed collection challenge during the event to get exclusive Slowpoke forever shirt avatar item, 30 Ultra Balls, and 3,000 XP. Pick up Slowpoke inspired avatar items in the shop. Spin Pokestops and open gifts to collect new Slowpoke themed gift stickers to send to your friends. Be sure to pick up an event exclusive free box in the shop that'll gain 20 Pokeballs. 10 Great Balls, and a King's Rock. Nice. A nice meandering walk where you really take in your surroundings can be a nice contrast to the hustle and bustle of daily life. Be sure to share your slow but active adventures with us with hashtag Pokemon Go. Let's go. Isn't neat. All right. Go get them uh, the Glarian Slowbro. Uh, slow Those are going to be nice The only nice thing ones. I get out of the event, Snorlax is in raids. <laughs> yes. The uh the Glarian Slowbro is gonna be one to look out for. Um as a psychic poison. I don't think there's any information has been data mined as it's moves. Not for its stuff. moves yet. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Um Yeah. I, I think I think it'll be probably be pretty solid. Unless they absolutely tank it with like the only fast move it gets is like Zen headbutt, acid, um, acid, which is also the one not poison good. move that didn't get touched. It's, it's not good if it gets like those two moves and then that's it, and like maybe the best, the best set of charge moves, but the worst set of fast moves. Like that's gonna stink. That's a, that's a stinker. Um, but I think beyond that, Galarian Slowpoke has a really interesting typeset. So. Fingers crossed this thing's going to be nice. Might be real nice. I'll take over the uh, GBL announcement. Oh, boy. Season 8. Go for it. Go Battle League Season 8 begins Monday, May 31st, yesterday at 1 p.m. Pacific date and time. Trainers, Go Battle League Season 8 is ready to kick off this season. Mean Food, the martial arts Pokemon will be making its Pokemon Go debut, actually just caught mine before the podcast, as a guaranteed encounter reward at rank 5. You have multiple chances to encounter Mean Foo as you rank up, allowing you to collect enough candy to evolve it into a Mean Chow. The Ultra League Remix and Element Cup are coming to Pokemon Go. The Great League Remix is returning for Season 8, and this time, the top 20 Pokemon most used by trainers who are Ace, Trainer, Rank, and above will be ineligible to participate in this cup. Go Battle Knights are also returning, providing your community to earn extra stardust and complete additional Go Battle Leagues. Go Battle League battles. Read on for more details. Season 7 rewards, Season 8 timeline, and what to expect. When Season 8 begins, which it has, your end of season rewards, which you should have collected already, will be available on your battle screen, including an Elite Fast TM. If you reached rank 19 or higher, your rating will be reset. Stay tuned, we'll update if anything changes. One of the updates we recently just got, Pidgeot is banned, so I'll add that here at the beginning. Currently, as of this recording, on Friday when it goes up on our other services, that might have changed. So, as always, stay tuned to either the Twitter or check your local discords to see if Pidgeot has returned or any other changes have been made. 
the Great League will run from Monday, May 31st, 2021 at 1 p.m. till Monday, June 14th, 2021 at 1 p.m. The Ultra League and its Premier Cup will run from Monday, June 14th at 1 p.m. till Monday, June 28th at 1 p.m. Master League and Master League Classic and the Element Cup will run Monday, June 28th at 1 p.m. to Monday, July 12th at 1 p.m. Battle during this time to receive twice the Stardust rewards at the end of set rewards. Just, again, if you battle during the week of June 28th to Monday, July 12th, you will receive twice the Stardust in your rewards from your Go Battle League matches. This is the set rewards, not after a battle reward. The Great League and Great League Remix will run Monday, July 12th at 1 p.m. until Monday, July 26th at 1 p.m. The Ultra League and Ultra League Remix will run from July 26th at 1 p.m. till uh, Monday, August 9th at 1 p.m. Master League and Master League Classic and the Ultra Premier Cup will run from August 9th till uh, Monday, August 23rd. And again, double Stardust from winning end of set rewards. All three leagues will run from Monday, August 23rd to August 30th at 1 p.m. Here's one that I'm interested in. Go Battle Knights Return. Go Battle Knights are returning for Season 8. During Go Battle Knights, you'll receive three times Stardust for winning battles, completing sets of battles, and ranking up in Go Battle League. Excuse me. You'll also be able to complete 20 sets of Go Battle League battles up from the regular five sets. So that's 25 games. Or 25 sets. That's 100 battles. Oh boy. Mm. Go Battle Night will take place on each of the listed dates below. Please note that Stardust bonus during Go Battle Night will not combine with the two-time Stardust bonus that will be active from Monday, June 28th, 2021 to Monday, July 12th, 2021. Here are your times and dates for Go Battle Nights. Thursday, June 3rd. 2021 from 6 p.m. to 11:59 p.m. local time. Sunday, July 11th, 2021 from 6 p.m. to 11:59 p.m. local time, and Thursday, August 26, 2021 from 6 p.m. to 11:59 p.m. local time. Uh, Thursdays I will probably not be able to do all of my sets, but I will do as many as I can. Sunday I can probably live stream that, so stay tuned, and we'll see where we are on that. I feel like there's something else going on that Sunday. That's not GoFest, is it? No, that's the week before. Okay. Uh, what's new in Season 8, you might ask? With Season 8 comes new and exciting changes to the Go Battle League. We're excited to announce that the rank-up requirements will be adjusted so you'll be able to reach rank 20 more quickly. Uh, you won't miss these. You won't want to miss these Season 8 rewards. The Pikachu Libre avatar items will be rewarded for trainers who reach rank 5. That was a misread on my part. Sorry for hyping you up on that, Steven. No, I I was like, oh, interesting. And then someone corrected it, like, corrected you immediately in the Discord. And I was like, not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> trainers will be able to earn avatar items and poses inspired by Karina, the fighting type gym leader from Shalor City, who first made her appearance in Pokemon X and Y. Also probably one of the trainers responsible for making Lucario one of the most hypest Pokemon. At Ace rank, you'll receive the Karina-style gloves. At Veteran rank, you'll receive the Karina-style shoes. At Expert rank, you'll receive the Karina-style outfit. 
and the Karina style pants and top. Switch between these depending on your avatar style. At Legend rank, you'll receive the Karina pose. At rank 19, you'll receive an Elite Charge TM, and you'll also receive an Elite Fast TM for your end of season reward. Here's a list of the Pokemon that you can encounter as you rank up. Rank 1 will be Machamp. Rank 1 and up, you'll be encountered Pokemon such as Machoke, Aridos, Stabilize, Snover, and more. Rank 5, you're in guaranteed encounter with Minfu at least once. Unless you're like one of our guys in our local chat that raced to rank 5 and ended up getting something other than Minfu, rip him. Uh, rank 5 and up, you'll be able to encounter Minfu, including all their Pokemon from previous ranks. Rank 10 and up, you'll be able to encounter Pokemon such as Toxicroak, Stunfisk, and Male Frillish, in addition to all the other previous ranks. 15 and up, you'll be able to co Pokemon encounters such as Scraggy, Rufflet, Skarmory, and everything from above. Rank 20 up, Legendary Pokemon, in addition to all the other, the Legendary at the time, and then in, in addition, everything else that has been mentioned. Uh, veteran ranking up, you'll be in guaranteed encounter Gibble once, and then everything with Gibble and more. Expert rank, you'll be encountered Dino, and everything from before. Legend rank, you'll be encountered Pikachu Libre, and everything from before. This will be the only rank that you will be able to encounter Pikachu Libre. Or no, this will be the only time you'll be able to encounter Pikachu Libre during this season. All right. Now to the cups. Great League Remix. The top 20 Pokemon used by most Ace Rank trainers in the Great League will not be allowed are Venusaur, Alolan Ninetales, Alolan Marowak, Meganium, Azumarill, Politoed, Umbreon, Skarmory, Swampert, Pelipper, Vigoroth, Medisham, Altaria, Defense Form Deoxys, Bastiodon, Toxicroak, Scrafty, Galvantula, G Fisk, and Talonflame. For the uh, Ultra League Remix. Hold, Sorry. Hold on, hold on. So when are the Remix Cups going live? Because let's see. Great League is... Remix is Monday, July 12th through the 26th. They're already giving us the metas? Or sorry, no. The 30, there's two of them. Or no, it's just, yeah, it's sorry. Ultra League and Master right. League. They're running one after the other starting on July 12th. That's bizarre that they're giving these a month and a half in advance as far as here's the things that are banned. I mean, I appreciate that. I think they're going they're, off last season's data. I appreciate that they're letting us know. I appreciate that they're letting us know early. It's odd that they would give us this much. I mean, those metas are going to completely change with some of these move reworks, though. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, we're already seeing it, and we're two days into the season. The Meganium and Azumarill aren't going to perform as quite as well. Uh, meh, let's see, Poison. Nope, you're fine. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Metacham, Defense Form Deoxys, if you're running. Excuse me. If you're running Confusion, can help beat out the Poisons. Um, Galvantula gets a little bit of a buff here because its move gets adjusted. Galarian Stunfisk resists the poisons, so its usage might get up a little bit higher. Yeah, this is this definitely would adjust. These move changes would definitely adjust, I think, this um this list here, especially within the Great League. So Yeah. Um I mean Swamperts would be huge still. So yep. although it doesn't have huge counters against the poison types it's a great generalist so and it resists so yeah this is weird 
in huh. your Ultra League remix, your bands are going to be Venusaur, Charizard, Clefable, Poliwrath, Amok, Gyarados, Lapras, Articuno, Umbreon, Scizor, Swampert, Registeel, Empoleon, Togekiss, Altered Form, Giratina, Cresselia, Escavalier, Talonflame, Melmetal, and Obstagoon. They're, eh. they're only banning one form of Giratina? I thought, aren't there stats? It's just their defense and HP are swapped, right? I believe so. So then, No, it's the attack. It's is the it attack. the attack? It's the attack in what? Defense? Yeah. Okay, so then there is a bit of a difference between the two of them. Yeah, the other it's... one's a little more edgy and we don't talk about them. It's still weird. <laughs> still weird that they're banning banning one fit uh one fit form for me so yeah yeah especially with the dragon tail rework i don't know if you've looked into that but mm. some that make a difference for uh element cup only pokemon that can evolve and that are the first in their evolutionary line will be eligible for this cup again only pokemon that can evolve and that are the first in their evolutionary line will be eligible for this cup True to its name, only fire, water, and grass Pokemon are allowed. Pokemon of multiple types are also allowed so long as their types are one of the three. The CP limit will be 500. Do you know what that means? Hmm. Jesse won a thing. Would you? What? Oh, oh no, wait. I, yeah, a prediction. Oh, uh, go ahead and do you want to? I'll add that later. Um, the move rework we'll talk about, but we have to get into the next segment for this. Um, oh yes, the season and attack eight attack updates. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. We gotta we gotta transition into a the meta analysis here. Um, to to talk so, about these. Do you want to go ahead and wrap up the news update here? Because I think that's the last thing for it before we jump into. Meta. I believe that is the last of the news updates. Let me double check what I posted. Uh, Go fest season of discovery June events slow event. I thought the slow event started today. I was wrong. GBL <laughs> season eight. No, yep. It's uh, it's time for the meta analysis. Welcome to the meta analysis. All right, button pressed. Woo! 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 Meta analysis. Uh, we've got a nice little uh, Pokeminers. Let me, what is it? Control plus. Zoom in here properly so it's not absolutely, absolutely terrible. All right. Um, uh, first on this list, Feather Dance. This was given to Pidgeot and Pidgeot only? Yep. It is a damage of thirty-five. An energy, uh, an energy requirement is a, it's a charge move. It's a damage of thirty-five. An energy requirement of forty-five, and it, uh, it has a hundred percent, hundred percent guaranteed to debuff your opponent's attack by two stages. Remember, there's only three stages to buff or debuff, so this drops it by two. Um, it's gross. It's been destroying it's, PvP. It's gross. Um, it also was a bug. There was a bug that crashed your opponent's client, client. Pokemon Go uh, instance, when thrown in Go Battle League or in any PvP scenario. So um, that's awkward. Uh, and as of this recording, they have removed Pidgeot from GBL and yes. Great League until they can resolve this issue. Yeah. Um, it's looking like there's a manual fix as far as 
the issue. So there's a, a way to go into your game settings and update the information. Um, I think but, it's just clearing your cache. Yeah, but it's one of those things that I think Feather Dance probably needs a nerf right away. So, <laughs> I mean, it changed its point value for the upcoming Sylph Cup. Yeah, it bumped Pidgeot from a what one pointer to a six pointer. Yep. Yeah. So, and we'll get into that here in a little bit. It's kind of nuts. It's, it's kind of nuts. It's yeah, yeah. All right. And I actually would be curious to see what it's. Are you running Pidgeot Gust Gust into Feather? Yes. Dance? Okay. For the the chonky damage. Yep. And you were saying, Jesse, you were saying before Feather Dance. The two shield scenario. In the scenario. two shield scenario, uh -huh. where you shield against uh, G Fisk, uh -huh. it beats a G Fisk because by the time it gets that debuff off, Rock Slide does nothing. Mm. How many feather dances do you get to in that instance? Uh, before it, it gets to, to a Rock Slide, one. Okay, so wait, you do get to feather dance before Rock Slide? Yep. Holy cow! Yeah, that's gross. That shouldn't happen. It's IV dependent, though. Okay. Yeah, because like. 100% two-stage debuff shouldn't be faster than, say, G-Fisk to a Rock Slide. Because G-Fisk to a Rock Slide is still pretty in quick. <laughs> still incredible. So I imagine this gets dropped down to maybe a 30%, if not less. So <laughs> Don't donation power feather dance. Huh? Don't turn it into ancient power. I mean, ancient power's debuff or buff chance is a 10%. Yeah. It's not 30, it's a 10. So Yeah, I just I feather dance is probably going to get nerfed here shortly. Uh weather ball? Weather what what was weather ball normal is now weather ball rock. It was given to other pokemon normal cast forms. Normal weather ball is now rock weather ball. No adjustments. Hippowdon was the other one that was able to get this move. Yes, Hippowdon is now eligible to get Rock Weather Ball. I don't know in what case there's a Rock Weather other than Sandstorm, but there's already a move called Sandstorm and a song called Sandstorm. Yeah. So um, The benefit not... for Hippowdon getting this is it helps beat the ice counters. Ah, nice, 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 nice. Or you so you could... don't have to rely on Fire Fang. Yeah, or you could just run Fire Fang still, though. Yeah, because Firefang also beats the grass. Yeah, it's it's nice. Firefang's nice. It's, it's pretty good. Updated moves. Acid spray. Uh, damage unchanged. Buffs unchanged. Its energy was 50. It's now 45. That's the requirement. I want to say it was Jerry Sewell said that this is helpful, but not a game changer. So no, for sure. This is acid spray. Acid spray was really good, and then got nerfed, and is now it's all right. It's all right. Uh, poison jab. It is a fast move. Damage was six. It's now seven. Its energy is unchanged, and its uh, buffs are unchanged. It's a fast move. I'm gonna talk through these initially, and then I'll go over to my nifty little. I made a little chart, gathered some information to compare fast moves. Poison Sting. Damage unchanged. Energy was eight. It's now nine. So we got a little bit of a little bit of higher energy gain. Um, cross poison is a charge move. Its damage was forty. It's now fifty. 
and it now has a buff of a 12.5% self chance or a 12.5% chance to buff your attack by two stages. 12.5. I think that's the first time we've seen that ratio. It is an eighth. You have okay. an eighth of a chance. So yeah, I did some math earlier. And that is a pretty low cost energy move. So yes. it'll get off pretty quick. Yes. Um, and actually, uh, eh, let's go over the data here. Um, sorry, it's the white version of um, the Google Docs Excel spreadsheet. Uh, sorry if I'm blinding anybody. I don't have dark mode enabled here. Um, cross poison, uh, five points of higher damage and a, po- a plus of 2.5 chance to buff, but without the defense buff. Um, and a negative in a, uh, a less 10 less energy requirement when compared to ancient power. Um, don't, uh, look too closely at my spelling of ancient power. Um, so cross poison, just a better ancient power. It just doesn't have the defense buff. So, yeah. um, ancient power is a 10% chance to buff and it buffs the attack and defense by two stages. So, but it also, um, does a little less damage and requires a little bit more energy. So cross poison, solid. Um, let's see. Poison Fang, your boy, Golbat. Poison Fang's damage and energy is unchanged. It's still spammy, but it has a 100% chance to de- debuff the opponent's defense by one stage. Every time it hits, it debuffs the defense. Guys. Guys, Golbat is nuts. Golbat's nuts. That's a lot better on fairies, too. This is nuts. This is amazing. You debuff... Mmm. Mmm. It's great. This is great. Poison Fang is one that always kind of confused me because it's a charge move while the other fangs are fast moves. True. Yeah, it's a quicker It's a quicker move. It now has the defense debuff. And oh, gross! What? Venomoth with that. Oh, <laughs> the confusion starts to add up. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's, that's gross. Isn't Poison Fang Legacy on it, though? Uh, I don't remember. I think so. Or was it like Silverwind or something? I don't remember. Oh, Shadow Venomoth with that. Oh, yeah. But it's got to survive to get there, though. But if it does, yeah. I mean, it's got to, with confusion, it's not getting a whole lot of energy. You have to get to Poison Fang, and then someone has to. I want to say that. it's two confusions to a Poison Fang. No. Give me a minute. I'm going to run a sim. No. That's gross. There's no way it's. Hmm, maybe, but no. God. I mean, the one, the, the biggest detractor to this is your, you, if you're facing the Poison Fangs, you can switch out. As long as you have the switch out, you can always remove those debuffs. So Okay, it's five. Okay, that's a long time. Yeah. Dragon Tail, damage was nine. It's now 13. Its energy was 10. It's now nine. That's the, the gain. Dragon Tail is a fast move. So it got two buffs. It hits or, harder, but now generates one less energy. A little less energy. So... I believe it was either PV Poke or Kakuna Matata or JRE that was saying that this is 
in an instance between Dragon Tail and Dragon Breath, there are winners and losers. Yeah. So it kind of depends on what you're facing. Yeah. So this is an interesting, interesting. Steelix with Dragon Tail doesn't benefit as much anymore now because it takes longer to get the energy it needs for charging for Crunch and Earthquake. Yeah. Yeah. If it had a, if it had a faster, if it had Earth Power or uh, Sand, was it Sand Tomb? Or yeah. something faster, then it might have better play. But yeah, I'm still gonna run my Steelix with Thunderfang. Yeah, and Focus Blast. The damage was 140. This is a charge move. Focus Blast. The damage was 140. It's now 150. I somebody was making a comment that Focus Blast was nerfed before, and that yeah. this is just bringing its damage back to what it was before. Yeah. Exactly I think they realized nobody was using it because okay. they made it require more energy. Uh, okay, so it's it's the same thing. It's more or less a fighting hyper beam now. Ew. Okay. And Pokemon Move updates. Y- your boy's favorite. Actually, we'll get to my your boy's favorite. Uh, Lunge is now on Ariados. That is the Johto Spider. Um, that is the bug type move that Galvantula learned last season or last mid season. Um, it does a def- chance for a defense debuff, I believe. Oh, it was attack debuff. Attack debuff. It's one of the two. Um, people are saying that Ariados is now the best spider. I think that's because it had some of the poison moves already talked about here. It might have been cross poison, I think. It it already had some solid moves. It had some reasonable play, but it was fairly situational. And now with lunge and the move updates here, uh, Ariados is supposed to be much better. So Ariados's fast moves are Infestation and Poison Sting. Poison Sting got buffed. It has Cross Poison, yeah. Lunge, mm-hmm. Mega Horn, and Shadow Sneak. Mega Horn situational. You got to get to it. Uh, I have no it's idea. It's replaced with lunge. <laughs> okay. You're not, you're not going to run Mega Horn anymore. Okay. It's optimal move set is Poison Sting, Cross Poison, Lunge. All right. It's a, it's an anti-fairy. It's an anti-grass. Hard anti-grass. Huh. All right. Solid. Weatherball Rock is added to Hippowdon's move set. That is helpful in using the fangs. And giving it a nice spammy rock type move. Poison Fang was added to Nido Queen's kit, arguably it makes making her strong. Yeah, arguably making Nido Queen better than Nido King, because it's, it it's always it? been better. Um, <laughs> hasn't it? I thought Nido King was better because it had was it not Bug Buzz? It had it had like, Fury Cutter and Mega Horn. Fury Cutter, which was never really made move. that much of a difference. What's the? It had another. It's got Stone Edge and Earthquake. What's its fast moves? Nido, Nido Queen? Always. Nido Queen? Uh-huh. I know one of them is Bite. <laughs> okay. Because I think that was one of the biggest one of the biggest attractors to Nido Queen. She has that, Poison Jab. Which got buffed. So Poison Jab or Bite. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now has access to Poison Fang, uh-huh. Earth Power, Earthquake, Sludge Wave, or Stone Edge. Options. That's solid. optimal move set is poison jab, poison fang, earth power. Nice, because earth power debuffs. Yep. 
Yeah. So both moves are debuffs. Interesting. So using Nidoqueen Queen in as a lead can be a very optimal choice. Solid. Um, Feather Dance on Pidgeotto. Pidge- Pidgeot. Broken. <laughs> yeah, broken. Also removed from GBL. We'll see. And your boy, one of your boy's favorite Pokemon of all time, Crobat, now can learn Poison Fang and Cross Poison. Niantic's like, we don't see enough gold Crobat. Let's fix that. The problem is Crobat's fast moves are not fantastic. So yep. um, it's what, uh, Air Slash or something? Mm-hmm. So eh, it's it's all right. It's all right. I honestly, I think the bigger win, I mean, it becomes more usable, but in the higher rankings, it's still, I mean, it'll help counter fairies, but the steals yeah. are still around that are going to absolutely shred it. So, and it's not bulky at all. I think the bigger mm-hmm. winner here is going to be Golbat. It's going to see a lot more play in pre in in metas that we've seen it before. It's been prevalent, but I think now with the Poison Fang buff, we'll see a lot more a lot more Golbat. So yeah. All right, I've got numbers here. Again, I'm sorry. It's white screen it's blinding people i'm sorry um all right i've got some baselines here of already existing moves with their numbers and then i've got some of the new adjustments to the fast moves so and i'm I'm, at some point i'm going to make some charts to better visually represent the fast moves i think i'm going to use the baseline of like a weather ball of how fast a move gets to a weather ball how much damage happens between the start of a matchup and it getting to weather ball, you know, to, to sort of showcase the, the pluses the and power and speed of, of a move. Yes. Because it's not only are you looking at the damage that a fast move can do, but you're looking at the energy gain, how quick, quick it can get to a charge move, but also the overall duration of the fast move, because the more you can hit in a given time, the more damage you can do. So, Bar none, your gold standard of fast moves is counter. It has a damage of 8, a duration of 1, and an energy gain of 7. So it every turn, quote-unquote turn, I, I couldn't find... Someone can correct me in chat if you guys know it off the top of your head or are willing to look it up, what the duration of a turn is, if it's 1 second, um, or if it's some off you know 60 frames or however in the world the game calculates whatever a a quote-unquote turn is but counter is one turn it does eight damage and it does and it gains seven energy now you compare that to the absolute unit that is (laughs) charm it does double the amount of damage does 16 damage but its duration is two turns so counter and charm over the same duration are doing the same amount of damage but for every two turns, Charm is only gaining six energy versus every two turns, Counter is doing the same amount of damage but is doing over double the amount of energy gain. It's mm-hmm. gaining 14 energy as opposed to six. And that's why Charm, it takes so long to get to a charge move is Charm is, is gaining significantly less energy. Now, Charm and Confusion are similar in their damage aspects, but Confusion has a duration of three turns, 
is doing the damage that Charm is doing in two turns in three turns, but it has a significantly higher energy. So in three turns, it's gaining 12 energy. <coughs> um, uh, and of course, Snarl and Bullet Seed is doing significantly less damage. It has a little bit of a higher turn, but it's gaining an absolute massive amount of energy. So it's uh, doing five damage every two turns, but gaining 13 energy every two turns. Now, the interesting ones here are that I think Dragon Breath a.k.a. Raspberry Vape, and Lock-On are durations of zero, according to the Pokemon Go... It was... um, What resource was I using? It was Game Press. Pokemon Go on Game Press. It was referring to them as a duration of zero. I believe, technically, it is a duration of half. It's technically half per second. Uh Uh-huh. What? Essentially two per turn. Yes, essentially two per turn. Dragon Breath and Lock-On are, I believe, half a turn. Every So if we calculate it by every turn, so comparing it directly between Dragon Breath and Counter, let's say, every turn you're doing the same damage. Dragon Breath is a little less energy efficient, so it gains six energy versus Counter seven but it's still darn near close and you're hitting a lot. The other benefit of the one other thing to keep in mind is that a move's duration prevents you from throwing a charge move in the middle of that duration. So with Dragon Breath's half turn duration, you're more likely to be able to throw a charge move in that half duration than you are in say the three turn duration of Confusion. That there's there is that, a cooldown. Uh, that's what cost Proto Man one of his games this last month. Mm-hmm. So the he couldn't understand. It. I was sitting here trying to explain. It. I was like, it's based on turns, my dude. Yeah. So there is a there's a, an additional stat called move cooldown that I didn't bring over. That is a little bit less than what the turn duration is. Yeah. That allows you to be able to throw a charge move. So, but the benefit of these these faster these lower require or lower turn requirement fast moves is that you have more opportunities to throw a charge move yep um lock on again being a half duration if we make it a full duration so two lock ons every turn you're doing two damage because lock on is lock on theoretically shouldn't be doing any damage but it's rounded up to one because it has to do something Uh, within the code it can't do no damage the energy gain of it is 10 per turn. Now, Snarl and Bullet Seed is doing 13 every two turns. So you're getting 20 energy with Lock-On for every 13 that you would get with a Snarl and Bullet Seed. Now, Snarl and Bullet Seed are doing a little bit more damage, um, but Lock-On is an absolute unit when it comes to charging a move. Energy gain? Yes. Yeah. The only disadvantage with Lock-On, too, is it's limited currently to the Reggie's and Porygon's line. Mm-hmm. So, if we're using Counter as the gold standard, Poison Jab has the same duration and the same energy gain. But its original damage was 6 compared to Counter's 8. Poison Jab was only buffed 1 damage point, so it's at 7 now. So, it's doing a little bit less damage per... It's doing 1 point of damage less per turn. 
but it's still got the same duration and the same energy. So I think people were were hoping that it would get buffed up to a counter clone. I don't know. I don't think there's any move that's a counter clone currently, and I don't know if we will ever get a counter clone because counter is the gold standard of moves. If they ever nerf counter, the whole game, I think, collapses. <laughs> I think I, I think all of the pieces around it have to move, but I don't think counter I think counter has to stay where it is. It's kind of like it's like the linchpin. It's it has to be where it's at. Um let's see. Poison sting. Got an energy gain. Let's see if I've got a good comparison here. Not uh, Okay. Um Sort of. Poison Sting does three damage for one turn, and its energy was eight, and it's now at nine. So Poison Sting for every two turns, if we compare it more directly to, say, Snarl, so two-turn duration of, of Snarl or Bullet Seed, and Poison Sting doing two Poison Stings, you're looking at a little bit higher damage of a six... Six damage with a two poison stings versus five damage of a single snarl or bullet seed. The two turn duration, and you're looking at a quite a bit higher energy gain. You're looking at 18 energy gained versus 13 energy gained from snarl or bullet seed. So, poison stings pretty darn good. Um, the other benefit is Poison Sting is only one turn, so you do have more opportunities to throw fast moves or throw charge moves. So Poison Sting is pretty good. It was already pretty reasonable. Actually, I don't really know why it's... Looking at, looking at these numbers, someone's got to tell me why Poison Sting wasn't all that impressive before. Because that's solid. Maybe it just wasn't on the right Pokemon. Unless I'm looking at the... Did I grab the wrong numbers, maybe? I don't know. Somebody somebody, correct me. Somebody tell me I'm wrong. Tweet at us, at battle underscore science, if I'm getting all of this information wrong. Send my numbers over to Kakuna Matata or somebody else that, if somebody's going to do their homework, tell me I'm wrong. Um, Poison Sting looks, looks pretty solid. And now, Dragon Tail is the weird one. With what I'm looking at here... Dragon Tail's probably easiest comparison is between it and Charm with a two-turn duration. Charm does a 16 damage versus Dragon Tail's 13 now. It got buffed from a 9 damage to a 13 damage, so it's a bit of a slugger. Um, and your energy gain is higher from as compared to Charm, uh, where Charm's energy was is 6, Dragon Tail's energy gain was 10, and it's now dropped down to 9. So turn-wise, you're not doing quite as much damage, but you're still doing a significant amount. You're doing double digits for every two turns. Um, and your energy gain is solid for every two turns. So I'd say that's uh, I'd say that's a nice buff to Dragon Tail. Yeah. So if you're looking for a nice uh, a nice chunk of damage, so... I do still think Dragon Breath Dragon Breath is still your bar none. If a dragon's got it, run Dragon Breath. 
It's good. It's very good. So those are some of my numbers. I'll graph some of these out for better looking resources to better compare. Um, maybe so that when we get new moves, I can look at them and say, rather than looking at the numbers and be like, yeah, that seems all right. And being completely wrong, <laughs> I can plot them in and be like, you know what? This is, uh, this is solid. So, but then uh, on top of that, you always, these are just the standard numbers. These aren't including any stab bonuses. If a Pokemon shares the same type as the move, you get a attack bonus. Um, this doesn't take into consideration any resistances. Um, so one of the things that I brought in here was um, Pound and Zen Headbutt um, as just bad moves, moves that are just <laughs> not good. Um, so let's look at Zen Headbutt versus Confusion. Um, Confusion, does it lasts for one more turn. Um, it gains a, let's see, let's do the math and do two confusions to, what is it? Three Zen headbutts, I believe two, four, six. Yeah. And two confusions would be six turns. So you're looking at 16 and 16 is 34. No, 32, 32 damage versus 20 no am i doing my math wrong correct me here i'm terrible at math i'm not the person okay. to ask <laughs> uh let's see so three zen headbutts at eight damage per eight and eight sixteen you're looking at 20 24 yeah 24 so 32 damage versus 24 damage um th uh, six turns and you're looking at, let's see, two confusions is 24 energy, and you're looking at three Zen headbutts, so you're looking at 20, no, uh, 16, no, 18 energy. So confusion is just a better, it's a higher damaging, and it's a higher energy gain. Um, it's a bit longer, but it's a nice... It's a nice slugger. So, um, and then as far as psychic, I'm trying to remember what the psychic energy gain. I think psycho cuts probably better. Unfortunately, I don't have the stats for psycho cut in front of me to compare Zen head headbutt to. But Zen headbutt is generally not as good. Also, you compare it to the bar the the gold standard of counter. It's doing the same amount of damage and generating one less energy for twice the duration of counter. So Zen headbutt is still pretty good. I mean, it's solid, but it's double the length. Yeah. So you're, and that's what hurts it the most. Yeah. You're outclassed near immediately with a Zen headbutt yeah. versus counter. Um, even with resistances, uh, one does uh Metacham have Zen headbutt? No. It's got psycho cut or counter. Uh, I'm trying to think of what a good this if one Pokemon has both Zen headbutt and counter, and hitting one. It's a one v one of the same Pokemon, but one Pokemon has counter, the other one has Zen headbutt. Um, That's a good question. I 
I feel like there is one that has that headbutting oh. counter. Maybe Medi does have it, and I just don't think of it as a move. Run a hypothetical <laughs> scenario of a Pokemon that resists neither of these. Um, run the, I would say, I, I don't know why I'm going Lantern. Run a Lantern v. Lantern hypothetical, one running counter, one running Zen headbutt with no charge moves, and tell me what happens. I imagine counter Land. wins. Counter wins probably oh. significantly faster. Okay. And I'd be curious to see what your energy, your total energy amount is at the end of it. Um, the other one that I put in here that is positively bad is Pound. Um, this is not taking into consideration that Pound is a normal type move and gets attack bonuses on nothing. And it was counter and what? Uh, Zen Headbutt. Pound is bad. Um, same duration as counter. But it's doing five damage and it has four energy gain. It's just Pope bad. doesn't like me doing this. Oh, really? Is it like too many hypotheticals? <laughs> it's freaking out. Hold on. Oh, boy. Keep going. P pound is just bad. If, if Pound, I would. Pound to be relevant would have to be better than counter as a one turn fast move. It would have to have either significantly higher damage, significantly higher energy, or significantly higher in both to even be relevant. Because right, are you ready? Well, well, let me finish. The The pound, being a normal type move, is super effective against nothing. It it has no bonuses. So, other than stab. But, um, yes, tell me. Give me the numbers. Counter Lantern wins with 62 HP remaining. Out of and both uh, have a hundred eight hundred energy. Both have a hundred. Uh, one ninety four, sixty two out of one ninety four. So about a third. Yeah. And both have the same amount of energy. Yeah, you said don't use any charge. Moves. Oh, they hit the hundred max. Yeah. Oh, when does counter hit the max? <sighs> oh, what seven? What, 100 divided by 7? Math, calculator. 100 divided by 7 is about 14 counters. About 14 counters. And then Zen Headbutt divided by 6. Excuse me. Goodness gracious. Water. You do things. Um, it gets it. That doesn't make sense. Hold on. I might have put the wrong number. One hundred divided by six in sixteen turns, or sixteen Zen headbutts. Fourteen versus sixteen. Yep. Huh. Not as drastic as I would have thought, but still significant as far as the damage is concerned. Still sig very significant. So gross, very gross. Bad, 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 bad. Um. Yeah, I these. Numbers, man. The numbers. We do know what they mean, Mason. We do know what the numbers mean. Uh, this is the poison rework that we were hoping for and have been hoping for for a long time. Um, there's no new poison type move, but there have been plenty. There are plenty of poison type moves examples here to get adjustments to make poison a lot more relevant. So the fact that Nidoqueen is 
being used in GBL on a lot of teams shows a lot. Um, Ariados being hyped up as being one of the as the best spider over something like Galvantula that has seen a lot of play in the last couple of months is also really cool. So, yeah, I'm excited. Poison, baby. Hey, guess what? Guess what should be next? What's that? Fire. Fire types. <laughs> fire type rework. We probably won't get a fire type rework. We might get an adjustment or two in the midseason, but, you know, hydrate. It's very real estate. Okay. I think that's the moves. Are we good with the moves? Yep. Okay. If you want full details, you can check out PV Poke for Sims. You can check out multiple resources out there. We got this nice graphic from the Pokeminers with the move changes. All the content creators out there going over and talking about what's being changed and what's being used. Obviously, again, Pidgeot banned currently, but that'll probably change by Friday. We'll see what the if Feather Dance gets adjusted. We will see. I would be not surprised at all to have Feather Dance reworked. Or nerfed, I should say. We've got a new Silverina Cup. Venture Cup. Jesse, are you ready for the Venture Cup? Uh, Yeah. It's a balloon. June 1st through June 30th. Oh, I'm going to split. I'll put a little split in there. My timer. Get ready for a new challenge beginning on June 1st. With it comes a new chance to prove your skill and increase your global and local player ranking. The Venture Cup, a battle that requires as much brains and brawn, follows the same basic rules as Self Arena Global Cups. But this month it comes with a special twist. Here's what you need to know. Venture Cup, June 2021. Oh, no, 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 you're right. Invest wisely and train hard for the final cup of the season. You are right. It's it's right here. They just haven't made a big, super big deal of it. Battle <laughs> remotely. Join in battle and rank Still, PvP. We don't like to make huge deals out of things. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get some sort of... Like mirror cup type setting. Something chill, like a revisit. Um, yeah, off-season. In the, in the off-season, yeah. So... Um, build your team of six using the points system, 20 points max. What are banned are dark types, fairy types, and steel types. Ya boy Chansey, or your girl Chansey, or ya Chansey, and Megas. Of course, Megas are banned still. We'll see if Megas come back in the next season. Not come back. They've never been in self yet. <sighs> 1500 cp max of course six pokemon no doubles it's uh it's uh it's uh it's, uh, it's kind of like cliffhanger the cliffhanger yeah it's kind of like cliffhanger um invest wisely each pokemon in the venture cup will be given a point value you have 20 points to quote unquote spend on your roster the point values are 10 points for Frostloss, Altaria, Hypno, Alolan Marowak, Lickitung, and Cresselia. Six-point value Pokemon of Jellicent, Politoed, Kingdra, Dragonair, Lapras, Metacham, Talonflame, Galvantula, Defense Deoxys, Lickalicky, Regirock, Snorlax, Munchlax, Vigoroth, Dugong, 
Dragalgy, Lugia, and Pidgeot. Four-point value Pokemon. Driftblim, Crustle, Mew, Pelipper, Wishcast, Swampert, Unovan Stunfisk, Machamp, Alolan Graveler, Zangoose, Dragonite, Gudra, Dusclops, Celio, Wabafet, Lantern, Cradilly, Tropius, Gengar, Haunter, Mantine, Surfetched, Pachirisu, Abomasnow, Nidoqueen, and Flygon. And the one-point value Pokemon are all other eligible Pokemon. So nothing from the ban list. All other eligible Pokemon are at one point. Um, I could read that list, but it's uh, it's very long. And somehow all of each of the unknown are it's a different form and are all eligible. So, you know, good for them. Oh boy. We're getting we're getting also mentioned to this. Note, this is also the cup format that will be used for regionals. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh boy, where do we start here? Uh, do you have that graphic that I've shared in the community about the different point-based teams? Where did you the different it? type of combinations? Where did you share it? I think I put it in PvP discussion. Let me go there and see what I'm looking at. Oh, PvP Twitter. Quick analysis on damage per turn. Oh no, that was not the one. That's uh, the one. It's Battle Lab, maybe. That's helpful, but not not the one. Give me a minute. I'll find it. No, it might be in what's it called? But in a. Nope, I found it. I'm gonna copy it and I'm gonna send it to you. Is it the Venture Cup? Meta Simplified graphic. I think you had them for Twitter. I think that was the thing that I wasn't opening for Twitter you for sending, me. Are you sending it to me? Yeah, I can. How are you sending it to me? Discord. Discord. Okay. Um, I imagine I already have. Yep, I have that open. In the next tab, from Master Eterna at Master Eterna on Twitter. Um, let's look. Take a look at the Venture Cup Meta Simplified. This is actually a resource on Sylph.gg as well. So the twenty points. Ooh, is this in Spanish? This is, I believe in Spanish, uh, in part. 20 points. The possible combinations are a team of six composing of one 10-pointer and five one-pointers. A team, I'm going counterclockwise here from the top, uh, a team consisting of four four-pointers and two one-pointers. A team consisting of one 10-pointer, four one-pointers, and one four-pointer. This is complicated in a lot of numbers, and I do apologize. A team comprised of two six-pointers, one four-pointer, and three one-pointers. A team of six, one six-pointer, three four-pointers, and two one-pointers. And a team combo of one ten-pointer, a six-pointer, and four one-pointers. Um, your best picks for 10 points are literally any of them. I don't think there's anything left out here. Is there, is there something left out here? One, no. two, three, four, five, six, all six. They're all great. Um, six point best picks, Jellicent, 
oh god, why am I spacing on it? Munchlax. Name? Munchlax. Kingdra, uh, Dugong, Politoed, and Metacham. Your four point best picks. I guess this is what's it called? Um, subjective to each of your own playstyles and preferences. But your four point best picks are Haunter, Swampert, Mew, Driftblim, Toilet Bird. Why? Why have you have that in my head? <laughs> Why do you have that in my Pelipper and Obama Snow? And your one point best picks are Venusaur, Gallade, Alolan Raichu, Toxicroak, Primeape, and Tangrowth. Tangrowth? Where's Tangrowth's arm? That's a spicy (laughs) one on Tangrowth. Let's see. Meta Simplified. This is before the move rework. I imagine this is slightly different now. Just Just a little different right about now. You've got your fighters in the center of. Primate, Metacham, Vigoroth, Pseudo Fighter, Toxicroak, and Machamp. Excuse me. Um, they all beat the chunky normals of Lickitung, Munchlax, and Snorlax. Um, also, the Lickalicky, if you're using that, arguably Lickitung, I think has the same moveset, can be XL, so it's much chunkier. Uh, so Lickitung has Lick, Body Slam, Power Whip. Uh huh. Licky Licky has Lick, Shadow Ball, and uh, Body Slam. Okay. The fighters will beat out your Ices of Lapras, Dugong, and Obama Snow, which beat out your Dragons, your Dra- uh, Dragonair, Altaria, Dragonite, and Kingdra. Dragalgy the... probably going to be on that list now, too. Dragalgy is probably going to be on that list. It had what? Cross Poison or something? Uh, I can check. Hmm. Um, I haven't checked on Dragalgy because I don't have one I'm comfortable with, and mm. it is fairly new. And then your ghost types of Alolan Marowak, Mew, Driftblim, Jellicent, and Frostlass are going to help beat out the fighters and the core psychics of Cresselia and Hypno. Um, All right, so Dragalgy is running Dragon Tail. Mm-hmm. So it's getting that huge damage uh, buff from the new uh, changes. That helps it. Aqua Tail and Gunk Shot. Okay, so its charge moves don't get adjusted, but Dragon Tail is the big winner there. Yep. Okay. I can see that being incredibly helpful there. Oh. And then, of course, there's little adjustments in the matchups here between some of your... what you're running on your Psychic. If if you're running Hypno, are you running it with an Ice Punch? That'll help beat out the Dragons. If you're running it a Fire Punch, it'll help beat out the Ices. Frostlass being an anti-Dragon as well. Um, Ghost is very strong in this cup, and Psychic is very limited. Yes. Also with your Psychics helping out, helping beat out the uh, Fighters yep. in, in limited scenarios. So it's it's a it's a lot, a lot like an open meta with your fairy steels and darks being with the fairy and steel being banned dragons run free yeah um, which means your ices counters to dragons are important be it other dragons something that can outbulk them or... that's what makes kingdra so strong though is it's got that water neutrality for ice yeah 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 then you can get a... spicy and run things like delcaddy with charm <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want, if if you wanted, how's it going, flaming? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, ugh, nah, no. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right, Delcaddy. Why am I thinking of um, Purloin? Probably. No, I'm thinking of Purloin. And I was like, it's banned because okay. it's dark, uh, it, which it is. Um, but I'm thinking of the wrong Pokemon. So um, I'm going to pop over to PV Poke here with the Venture Cup stats. Lickitung okay. XL, of course. It's a 10-pointer, and it's at the very top. Um, your 10 and 6-pointers are high up here. Mew at a 4-point is probably... So I'm going to... Oh, regular cast form. Catch you okay. out really quick here. Uh, uh, this is pre-move changes. Oh, this hasn't been updated? No, it has not. Oh, okay. Take this with a grain of salt. Uh, of course, cast normal cast form. Hex, Weather Ball, and Energy Ball. Um, at one point, rank nine. Amazing. Seriously, what? Uh, cast Form Snowy at rank 10. Powdered Snow, Weather Ball, Ice, and Blizzard. Just below it. Um, doesn't surprise me. Is fantastic. The fact that a Snowy cast form... It, its weakness to fighting is its biggest holdout. Um, snowy fighting cast Fire form and is, Rock. Right. Snowy cast form is... It's got some chunk. Powdered snow is nothing to sneeze at. And weather ball ice is... You're going to get to it. So if you got a snowy cast form, run it. And if you don't, be sad with me. <laughs> be sad with me. We can be sad together. I mean, there are other optimal ice types as well, but it does have a little bit more bulk than, say, some of the limiting picks like Frostlass. Yeah, that I also don't have. Let's can can I Frost Last Dugong Lapras. Can I be sad with other people, please? <laughs> Let me be sad with other people. This is it's it's it sucks. It sucks. It's another meta where ice types are are pivotal and I have the availability of basically nothing. None I mean them. you got Celio. <laughs> but it's that's a one pointer. Mm, you're running powder snow as its main ice type move. And then Aurora Beam, but it takes too long to get to Aurora Beam. It's not consistent ice type damage. Yeah. You're relying on. Nigel's being banned hurts for sure. Yes, with the fairy typing. I mean, hmm. I could either invest way too much on a underperforming Snowy Cast form. I could invest. Obama Snow is something I'm pretty fond of. Yeah, that's true. Obama Snow is uh, available. It and does have Weather Ball. Not it is super, spammy. Yeah, not super expensive. Is it fast move wise? Powdered Snow or no? Yeah. Okay. So Powdered Snow or Razor Leaf? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's solid. You're real weak to fire. I can't imagine we'll see a whole lot of fire here. Um, yeah. I think the only fire you're going to see are going to be things like Talonflame and uh, Marowak. Are yeah. the two big ones that stick out in my mind. Hypno, maybe. With I mean, a Charizard could a potentially punch. sneak in somewhere, especially with having Dragon Breath, Dragon Claw. Yeah. What a pick, though. What a spicy pick. Um, we're one day in. Do you want to see if we've got any stats? Uh, I wouldn't because they're going to again be obscured because uh, via the self update versus today's announcement this morning. Any matches that are played prior to tomorrow will still play with the pre-move updates without mm. the adjustments to the point values. Right. The... So if you if you uh, started a cup today 
or any of the time prior to today, up to the beginning, or I guess just today. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They said up until the 4th. Let me just pull up. Uh, you want to jump on the tweet? Just self, at self, GG. That way you can read it verbatim. Uh, where are we looking? Uh, uh, Venture Cups starting June 1st, 2nd, or 3rd will be manually ranked. Competitors can keep their teams based on the original meta. Adventure Cups scheduled to start on the 4th or later. Competitors with impacted teams will need to update and re-register their rosters. That is because initially the point values of Dragalgi, Lugia, and Pidgeot, I believe, were one-pointers, as well as Nidoqueen and Flygon were also one-pointers. Right. So all of those got significantly better with the move updates within this meta, so they were brought up to a higher point value. So I think at this time, looking at the meta usage is in not an accurate category, unless you want to just say, this is what we're seeing as of day one. Uh, I will take a look at it anyway. Okay. Lapras. Just so take it with a grain of salt because all matchups. And of course this only, these stats are only gathered via the third or the final battle, the second or third battle, depending on which is the final and is submitted voluntarily. So 26% are running a Lapras. 21% have an Obama snow. Primeape is at a 21%. Mew is at a 21% drops down significantly to a 16% for Galvantula, Amistar, and Dugong, and then drops down to 11% for a significantly larger amount. You're looking at Frostlass, Toxicroak, Swampert, Lugia, Crustle, Ninetales, and Charizard. So you are seeing a little bit of fire. It's not often. Like, not at all. Oh, well, that's the other one I mentioned. missed. Kanto Ninetales. Kanto mm -hmm. Ninetales also having the option for Psyshock to hit back against the fighters. Yes, it's uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's pretty. But good. I think with how much water types are running around, Solar Beam is not a bad option either. These are the res yes, uh, Holden McNuggets. These are the results that you submit from the game three of self tournaments. This is all matchups. We can also filter it by match victors. So Lapras goes up a bit. Amistar goes up a bit. Really? Amistar? It's Legacy. Uh, Wait, what's Legacy about it? Let me pull it up. I forget. It's, uh, <laughs> is it like Rock Throw or something? I want to say it's Mudshot. Oh. No. Oh. It's Brine? Brine is its Legacy move. What? Brine. Wait, so what's its on? Oh, no, that's Ammonite. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm I was going to say, I was like, what? Rock slide is its legacy move. Oh, okay. Rock slide and rock throw. And then it's uh, so it's rock throw as a fast move, rock slide, and what else? So the optimal fast move is mud shot. Okay. Yes. And then for generic great league, its recommended moves are rock slide, rock blast. I don't think I can change it to specifically. Let me see where it's placing. Mm. Um, go to great league, go to venture, go to Omastar. Omastar Shadow is running Mudshot, Rock Slide, Rock Blast. Okay. So a fight wait, a Rock Blast is a fighting type move? No, it's uh It's a rock, rock type move. Okay. So it's running a double rock. 
with a ground. Yeah. Mm, all right. Weird, I guess. I mean, uh, the rock moves definitely hurt your ice types. Hold McNuggets. I might be weird. No matter what the battle result is, I still show my, or I still submit the information of my opponent's team. Usually submitted by the winners. I get that. I get that strong feeling. <laughs> um. Yeah, I submit no matter what. So. Um, but of course I don't always go to game three. Sometimes I have to, I quit out with game two. Cause I just, I, I get tilted. I'm like, Nope, I can't, I can't do game three. <clears throat> um, yeah. With the, uh, match of victors here with the Lugia, uh -huh. I think that number is going to drop down. Same with Pidgeot just because of their point value changes. Yeah. Yeah. These are like first run test results. Jumpluff, look at you, Jumpluff. Jumpluff, the poor man's Tropius. Well, no, it's the everyman's Tropius. <laughs> it's uh, bulkier. You don't have Tropius, so that's what you run. Isn't it bulkier? <laughs> no. Oh. No. Tropius is superior to Jumpluff. Okay, well. In every aspect. <clears throat> you know, whatever. Uh, it's solid. It's performed well for me. I like it. Uh yeah it's this is a, this is a weird one we've got ice i'm seeing some grass and i'm seeing some water and then we got some flyers in here so it's uh it's weird i don't are we where's the first dragon there isn't a dragon okay um maybe there's just enough counters to the dragons that people just aren't running them it's a um, very high risk reward payout yeah plus the fact that they're all real expensive yeah. Um and Dragonite's double weakness to double ice. weakness to ice. It's a was it neutral to electric, I think? Yep. Um it needs to be a low level, like even yeah. at a four point, it's like not ideal. Yeah. So, so the highest ten pointer we see here is Frostlass. And it makes sense because it doesn't give and he cares about the fighters, uh -huh. and it beats a lot of other things, even in a neutral matchup. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um, lick a tongue. Besides lick, on lick a tongue, doesn't it doesn't have to worry. Um, it uh, beats out hypno, I believe. It depends on who gets off the shadow ball. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, Ewok, I think, is its biggest worry here. And I don't even see that here in the percentage. Yeah. So Frostlass. I is... think there's just too much water threat and threatening hip or AWAC. Yeah, especially AWAC is a great generalist, but at a ten pointer, it's not gonna be your go to unless you're building. It means it's guaranteed it. that you're gonna be running it. Yeah. Yeah, you need to be building the you need to focus around that. Whereas I think Frostlass is a great generalist against a lot of Right, because the, the only things that it's really going to be afraid of are going to be rock, potential dark move users, and fire. Uh, fire. The yeah. little amount of fire you'll see. Yeah. Because the fighters, it's going to shrug off. Yeah. So, ugh, it's the thing to beat, I guess. I even with yep. the the move adjustments, the poison adjustments don't factor so, in. From what I'm seeing on that, if you're not running frost last, you're running for your ice type. You're running Lapras, Obama, Snow, or Dugong. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Which of course. Which puts you in a really bad spot. Yeah. 
That, yeah, that's literally it. There's, I mean, Jellicent's an off-brand Ice-type user, but at the same time, it, it needs to get to that Ice Beam, and it needs to not be shielded. Plus, that is a six-pointer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I'm digging the pincer, though. Pincer at 5% there. Solid pick. I guess. I mean, if you have a Shadow Pincer, it, it, it can get pretty nasty with Fury Cutter X Scissor. Yeah, this is such a weird... I, there's too much ice that something like Golbat with a significantly higher use, like a significantly better performance, won't see used. Um, yeah, just Pidgeot, the, the threat. Yeah, Pidgeot going up to a six-pointer, like, it's just broken. It's just going up into a six-pointer because of Feather Dance. Well, it's it's the same instance of Talonflame in the past. You run it as a lead. Uh-huh. You can either run it as a debuffer, which you can basically essentially put yourself in a position where your opponent either has to stay there and struggle against you to do anything because they've been debuffed for two stages, or they drop a Brave Bird on you and swap out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, mm. It puts you with them in a very strong position where if, let's say you lead Pidgeot, and I lead Lapras. Mm-hmm. If you get a feather dance off, my ice shards are going to literally do nothing to you. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't, you can, you can run it. I just, it, it's only, honestly, I would, I would see it removed. Because, yeah, because I don't think, I don't think feather dance is doing what it should be. I, I don't think it's supposed to be as bonkers of a move as it is. You mean like what was it? What was the move they released and then immediately drew back? Um, shoot, couldn't tell you. Because Ancient Power was out for a while. Ancient Power was out for a while, but Giratina was slamming people, and they're like, oh, "Okay, okay, this is this is a little wild." Um, yeah. Lunge didn't get changed. Lunge is still the same. Lunge is still a two-turn debuff, but it's also a bug-type move, which. Doesn't. They need it. <laughs> yeah, bugs needed. It wasn't fantastic. But even it's... then, the other bugs that have it don't ever see perform because their fast moves suck. Right. It was Galvan. No, Galvancha was the only Pokemon to learn lunge. Uh, then... No. Uh, what's the water moth? The one that evolves from Surskit. Oh, Masquerade? Yes. It has oh, lunge as that's well. right. Masquerade learned lunge as well. Um. Yeah. But its stats and moves are abominable. Right. I wish it were better. Um, I really do. It's a beautiful Pokemon. I think Vespaqueen learned it too. Let me check. I might be thinking of something else. Yes, I believe so as well. No, you were right. I think you're right. Um, no, it learned Fury. It learned uh, Felstinger. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, that's the one. That's the one that learned its own and Poison Sting. Okay. Um. Yeah. I just. I. I don't know if this was intentional an intentional intentionally this good on yeah. Pidgeotto. I kind of agree with Old McNuggets and I so. think we'll probably nerf it to a one stage in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I, I think because I think the double a double debuff and getting to it as fast as it is, I don't think is right. I mean flyers... yeah, it essentially forces a switch in the lead. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to result in the same it's the same thing with Similar to what's it called? Um, Talonflame. Talonflame, where it's it's 
it just gets going and it's impossible to stop it. Yeah, you have to be, you have to counter it exactly, which is with I don't even know what. Because fast moves aren't going to beat it. Yeah, you can, <laughs> unless you're running both switch. You can icy wind it, but so that's still only neutral. That's what do you mean? Neutral damage. It's not super effective. Icy Wind against... Talonflame? It's no, a fire type. I'm, no, I'm talking about Pidgeotto. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Pidgeot, yes. Yeah, uh, Pidgeot. Yeah, I mean, like, you can you can equally debuff Pidgeot. Well, but... you're doing it at one stage where it's doing it at two for the same energy. Right. So it's one of those things of, like, there really isn't a good scenario unless you're using a Pokemon and a half or something. So... I mean, I've been seeing more Agrons because of the rise in Pidgeot and GBL. Yeah. And they're just smackdowning. Same with Bastiodon. Mm. Yeah, I I just I don't. <laughs> it's so funny though because I did. I was using the Pidgeot and I ran into a Bastiodon. Did double feather dance and I just I took three rocks or three stone edges to the face. Dang, that's it's wild. Yeah, I I just don't <laughs> think that that's. I can't imagine that's intended. No. Unless unless they intended to do it and then didn't realize the ramifications, the ramifications of, it. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't remember who it was, but they released the stats like last week or early or late last week and somebody on Twitter was like, That can't be right. That's gotta get changed. That's that's bonkers. Yeah. I think it it, it might have <laughs> even been King. It might have been King that was like, Yeah, that doesn't seem right. And now that it's released, it's like, yeah, this doesn't seem right. And now that it's removed, it makes me wonder if they're not going to nerf it. Change I mean, it, let, yeah. let alone the game crashing bug. But um... So tips for this cup, from my perspective, from what I've seen, from what I built on my team, mm-hmm. I really like Obama Snow. I think it's a great pick. I think with the limited fire types, and if you have a good cover for it against a fighting type in a flyer or a psychic or even something like Frostlass, you can run double ice. Double ice is not a bad option in this cup. <sighs> um, Gross. There are some. Uh, do you want to jump back to that graphic with the uh, what they thought was good picks? So I can see that Here. for the one pointers. I really think uh, Primeape is one of the best sleeper picks for this cup. It has counter to do straight up damage to Lickitung. It's got Night Slash to buff counter. Not only that, it has Night Slash to hit Hypno, Cresselia, the Ghost. Obviously, you don't want Primeape in those matchups, but if you can get it through, it really makes a big difference. Uh, Ice Punch is recommended over, uh, I believe it's close combat for this one, mm-hmm. just to help beat out the dragons and the flying and some of the grass. Uh, one second, I'll get to that. Um, I like Tangrowth. I recently found a Shadow Tangrowth. Uh, Tangrowth hits hard already. Shadow can two-thirds with Power Whip or Rock Slide. Um, Other really strong picks. Mew. Even if you don't have a good one, Mew can be such a very versatile weapon. It can be a Swiss Army Knife for your team in the sense that it can play whatever typing role you need it to. Uh, Mew, obviously, the fa- uh, recommended fast move is Shadow Claw just for the stacking damage. There is also the option to run at Snarl to give it some edge against the other psychics, plus a decent energy gain. 
Uh, recommended movesets on Mew for this cup are Dragon Claw Wild Charge. I'm assuming that's just for the overall water abundance and dragon abundance. Not to mention that there is no Steel or Fairy, so nothing in this cup is going to resist Dragon Claw mm. from Mew. Um, again, you can also run it Flame Charge and Wild Charge, make it a Charging Mew. There are so many different ways you can build Mew this cup. If you have one, as long as it's not above rank 3000 for PvP and you have the investments that you can make into it, it can be a good rank 4 Swiss Army Knife of a pick. You can kind of build it however you want. That does if that requires some TMs. We do have an abundance of elite TM, or we have gotten some elite TMs at this point. If you're holding on to them, this is something that you know. This is the last month. Uh, this this is the last cup of the season. If you are invited to regionals, this is where you want to spend your resources. I've already dropped 1.5 million Stardust for this cup. I'm happy with where I am at with my team. There are some things that might change with these reworks and these adjustments to the points. Nothing for me was affected, but again, I need to sit down, carefully look at what I have, practice it out. Um, other really strong suggestions, obviously, the Water Dragons, Gudra and Kingdra. Kingdra also being one of the ones that recently got a Shadow Pick. Shadows are allowed this cup, so you do need to take that into consideration. Steven, I think Shadow uh, Politoed might be a fun, spicy pick for you this month if you want to take that six-point pick, though. Mm. So that is an investment. Um Politoed is running Mudshot, Weatherball, Blizzard over Earthquake. Interesting. Blizzard's going to one-shot a lot of things if it's not respected. Mm -hmm. um, Medicham in this cup is also another one of those ones that can get to XL. It is a fighting type. It will do good against the normals in this cup. It will help beat out some of the uh, different picks because it does have access to Ice Punch, which helps against the grasses, the dragons, and flyings. It does have Psychic for neutral damage against most things in this cup with the chance of debuff. It does have power-up punch if you want to run a counter. Power-up punch is a straight anti-normal type. It is also an XL. Um, you can also run it Psycho Cut. It is a really fun anti-fighter pick um, because Psychic type in this cup are very limited and as far as performance... And yeah, I mean, this is this is a cup where here on the side here on the screen, Stephen has the point list for different team combinations. You essentially, if you pick a ten pointer, you're going to guaranteedly run that every time. So if you go with the ten point team combo, you need to build support with the rest of the team around whatever your ten pointer is. Mm -hmm. And if you're going with the what is it, ten six and then four one combo, just assume that your opponent's going to know that you're running that ten and six pointer every time. Oh, I didn't. Uh, all right, I didn't mean to transfer a Pokemon, but I was gonna. I was gonna check its IVs, but I'm pretty sure I got a better one earlier today. So Personally, I'm a fan of the six point team combinations, either the one six and three fours, or the two six, a four, and three ones, because that leaves leaves you some uh, wiggle room as to what you're going to use. Mm. But if you're someone that has a really good Frostlass, Frostlass has been a staple for you and you know how to run it well, go for it. And then, to respond to Holden McNuggets, can I get your thoughts on Cast Farm with Rock, Weather Ball? Better Flying Ice Counter, but not Stab. Um, it's situational. No. I think with Pidgeot now being put up on a six-point pedestal, I think its usefulness kind of falls off a little bit. 
it's definitely going to be something that hits back against the ice types, especially with Hex as the fast move. But you do have to be careful of the fighting out there and the overall spam from things like Lickitung or the debuffs that come from like Dugong or Galvantula. I mean, Weatherball, Rock on Galvantula, it doesn't like it. It's, so there's it's that. such an odd pick, though. I mean, it's got a little bit of bulk. It's got a very weird... I mean, most normal types do. Most good normal types, if not all good normal types, have very bizarre move comps. Um, Hex being Hex or Shadow Claw being one of the, like, bar none. Um, I mean, you're our type. resident... Uh normal cast form user you need to speak out um yeah having run normal cast form instead of a vigoroth and jungle cup um i it gives it a little bit of extra coverage but i don't think it's a standout um it's not currently a one-pointer right it's currently a one-pointer i don't think that's going to change um this is a meta where you can build a team around doing a double cast form you can run a snow the snowy cast form and the normal cast form um and you have solid coverage i think realistically um i mean this isn't a bad support for frostlass no yeah i think honestly running frostlass and normal and snowy cast form you're looking at a solid three three picks and you're only clocking in at eight points so far so you've got eligible you've got elbow room there with building a team. I I from my experience with cast form like I don't know with that weather weatherball rock really really gives it that edge. So I mean it's definitely going to give it an edge against things that are like Galvantula, the ice types, some of the the few flying types that are appearing. Yeah, I. Mm. It it doesn't it doesn't stand out. It gives it, it it gives it an additional weapon. I think it it becomes another tool in your arsenal, but I don't think it. I don't think it exceeds expectations. But time will tell. Yeah, I mean, PV poke here is ranking at a number nine before the move change. The rest of the move changes. So, you know, there, it's. It's doable, so yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we are coming in at two hours and twenty six minutes. Jesse, do you want to get into the community question? Yes. Okay. Uh, Venture Cup. We'll probably talk more about it in two weeks. Um, so far, so cool. I think it's so probably so cool. one of the more appealing metas that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's not everybody running the same thing, supposedly, but it also leaves a big open window for uh, uniqueness and uh, customization. Mm-hmm. It's not. Uh, it's not too bad so far, and I'm not super worried with this. <laughs> oh, Pidgeot speaks differently. <laughs> yeah, I so far, <laughs> I don't see, I don't see that Venture Cup has the same danger as ferocious or other excuse yeah. me goodness gracious other metas so uh righty our community question for the previous episode was what is the worst move they can give garchomp for its community day no restrictions 
whether or not the Pokemon has it at some point doesn't matter uh, within the main series games. So we got a couple of uh, a couple of answers on the Twitters. So at Callidad underscore Q says Feather Dance. That would be <laughs> wild. Um, if dragons or dinosaurs, Garchomp might have had feathers way back in the day. So Feather Dance might actually make some sense depending on how how you look at uh, dragons and dinosaurs. Um, the word magician at Drew Storino says frustration seems like the easiest answer, but an obvious cop out. Um, uh, I responded that it would be the first non shadow with frustration. So that would be, uh, that'd be interesting. I don't really know. I don't really know how amazing it would be. Did it? Did I? <sighs> oh, wow. I just got a cool email. Um, personal email though, not a battle science email. Um, yeah, I'd me uh yeah, it would be not it'd be not good. It'd be it'd be not good. Um, with frustration. It would be arguably the worst. Um, we had a couple of answers over on uh the Battle Science Discord, which is available to everyone not behind a Patreon paywall or anything. Come join the Battle Science Discord. There is a link in the description down below or the info boxes down below on Twitter, the description of the podcast and the YouTube video, however you are watching slash listening to the episode. Currently, um, there is a link to our Discord down below. Um, our community question responses are as follows. Jmar responds with bulldoze? Question mark. Tackle? <laughs> Dude. Tackle Garchomp, man. That'd be, be wild. Be absolutely magnificent. <coughs> Easy. Goodness. Uh, let's see. Rocket Admin J responds with splashing. The um, magic harp with Nigel Thornberry's <laughs> face on it. Huh. It's a cursed image if I've ever seen it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Garchomp with splash would be would be a pick that'd be a pick man that'd <laughs> that's be that's a mood yeah um eric bn 262 says struggle struggle would be an interesting pick i uh i don't know i don't know how i would maybe uh and then winston the champ with our final response says revenge because it wouldn't work in go and i'm going to say it probably would work in go revenge as a move <clears throat> um considering we have counter which was a response move but we have it as a fast move here in pokemon go um something like mirror coat where it was a buff debuff initially and now it does damage here in pokemon go charm was a attack debuff i believe in the main series games and is now a very yep. hard hitting fast move there is no reason Revenge can't get reworked into a move that works within Pokemon Go. And Revenge, I believe, is what takes the damage that was dealt and does double back? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I, it's like a better bite, if you remember that from Gen 1. I wouldn't be surprised if Revenge comes in as a charge move that does something. Revenge is a dark type move, right? No, it's a fighting. It's a fighting? Oh. Yep. Goodness. 
Um, yeah, if it was a a bonkers charge move, fighters are already pretty prevalent. So, who knows, man? Who knows? But yeah, Garchomp with the revenge. That'd be whack. That would be whack, dude. Uh, that is the Venture Cup infographic there. Are you ready for this month's community? My my thoughts on a community question? Yeah. Give me the thumbs up, thumbs down on um, Can on you do this that idea. On huh? No, I want you to give me your thumbs up, thumbs down on this community question. Oh, yeah, I need to I, hear the question I, first. I haven't, I haven't pitched you on it yet. So my thought is with GoFest coming up, <clears throat> I want to hear... Do I still have it open? Season of Discovery? I don't have it open. Let me pop it back open. Um, with Season of... Or the... GoFest coming up in July, I want to know if you're voting for the... The Rock or the Pop? My dude, you know me. Well, this is, well, I mean, this I'm pitching the I'm pitching the community question just in general. I want to know. No, yeah, I think that's a great one. If if you're going for pop or if you're going for rock, and then I want you to help us build a playlist for each. Oh, can we can we make a battle science officially endorsed playlist for each theme? Okay, so it's a uh, doubleheader question. Yes. Which version are you going with? And if you had to make a playlist for that version, I, what would be on it? I think I think add add one song to the playlist. Okay. That's, that's I think I think that's a, a better. What's your go to song for it? So let's see. I do want to double check that it's. Uh, Pikachu rock star or Pikachu pop star? So yes. I want I want your are you going for rock star or are you going for pop star and then give a, a recommendation for a song I will as long as we don't get inundated with songs which I don't think we will we don't get a whole lot of responses to these usually but I will try and listen to every song and give the thumbs up thumbs down and then potentially put out a, the Spotify playlist of Battle Sciences endorsed pop soundtrack for go fest 2021 and then battle sciences endorsed rock soundtrack for go fest 2021 so <laughs> what okay uh for the uh dang it. you're you're going for rock i know you're going for rock. i know but yeah. if i were to go for the pop one uh-huh Oh, uh, where do I put this? I'm gonna put this in Twitch chat. Are you? Do you have Twitch open? I have Twitch open. All right. If you're going for pop, this would be my number one recommended. The problem it's is from like... the first movie, and why not? Oh, oh, I can't, I can't open this. <laughs> no, you can't. My computer, my computer, <laughs> it will automatically play, and the audio, <laughs> all audio, is going into OBS right now. Uh, I can't do that. Why would you do that? Uh, send me, uh, send me the link via Discord so I can see the um thumbnail. Okay. Um, it's um, oh 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 oh, how am I losing the the name of the band? It's not um Smashing Pumpkins. It's um, wait, what? Oh, I don't. 
I don't recognize this at all. Oh, hold on, I'm gonna open this up on my phone. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, um, All Star by uh, no, who is it? This is for the Pop Pikachu. I'm obviously going with the Rock one, but dude, that's from the original Come On movie. Is that on the 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 English dub or whatever? It's on the official soundtrack for the movie. Oh my god! Hold on, I have. It's not... during the Pikachu vacation segment. <laughs> I still think you and I need to go through the Pokemon uh um, the movie series. The movies. What is this? <laughs> Skip ahead a little bit. What? What is this? You don't remember the movie? It's been way too long. No, I was expecting this song to be so different than what I'm hearing. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of something okay, different. I could, that's what I came to. I could get down with it. Oh, the record scratch in here. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting the uh, the Donkey Kong rap. DK rap? Yeah, I'm getting some record scratch vibes from that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, could... so do you want to type up that community question? Uh, I will type up the community question in the Discord. Um. Yeah, I could get down with that. Um. So if you go rock, what's your one rock edition? So the the pop edition that Jesse's going with is Vitamin C's Vacation, which was included on the soundtrack of the original Pokemon movie. What's my rocket? What's my rock song? Yeah, if you go, if you if you're going on the the rock side, if you're choosing rock for this event, what's your what's your inclusion on the rock? Spotify I mean, playlist? how do you how do you not know? No, which one? Uh, I mean, that's the thing. I, I know. It, I'm I'm sending it to you is via it, Discord. Is it down with the sickness? No. Okay. What? I have not heard this one. You're you're going hard in the Pokemon. <laughs> themed i'm thinking any song is eligible not just how, how do you not play this one chat here let me post it come on twitter is this an official song yes it is oh this i <laughs> <laughs> i would not count this as a rock song but okay oh my god Oh my god, the 90s anime, man. <laughs> what is going on, Team Rocket? Should, should I uh, post these in the description for the podcast for our awesome uh, listeners? Well, I'll link, yeah, I'll link these in the description. This this song, <laughs> okay. uh, Jesse is linking me to Pikachu's Jukebox, Double Trouble. This had to be season, this had to be season one. <laughs> or season one or season two of the original Pokemon The original anime. anime. Yeah, this is wild it's amazing and i love it i played this so much on the original cd that i broke it oh my god oh my god dude it's so good <laughs> Jesus. all right i will type this up once we end the podcast because we are almost at two hours and 40 minutes we're at three hours my dude well three hours streaming live this podcast is two hours this is gonna be two hours and 45 minutes 
Um, what? I'm not going to question it. This is bizarre. <laughs> this is bizarre. The 90s anime was weird. It was positively the best thing ever, and you know it. Um, J- uh, uh, James is wild. He is a, a man amongst men. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, wow. All right, I'm going to pause this before I get sidetracked anymore. Um, <laughs> if you want to respond to our community question, you can either do so in the battle science discord which is available to all you can tweet us at battle underscore science this community question i will do my best to put this up on friday when the podcast goes live you can um subtweet you can respond via twitter there you can send us an email at uh battle science dot podcast at gmail.com you can email us your responses if you want to email us for whatever other reason do so you would be the second person ever to do so it's greatly appreciated honestly it would help with the it, it's uh <laughs> it's cool to to chat get a little bit longer form responses from listeners oh it's about the end of the show let's see if you are catching us on podcast services around the globe you can watch us live on twitch twitch.tv slash battle science you can catch us on youtube just search up battle science on youtube we don't have youtube.com slash battle science yet because we need 100 subscribers if you want to help us reach those 100 subscribers on youtube just go over to youtube search in battle science and then subscribe you don't have to click the bell for notifications if you don't care enough and that's okay we just need 100 subscribers so that we can get the url of youtube.com slash battle science like we have elsewhere uh let's see the month of june we will have another podcast here in two weeks the battle science after dark podcast for the month of june i we don't have a topic in mind i don't know what we'll do here let's see the eighth we'll do a night of gbl or the 22nd something i don't know battle science after dark podcast we'll figure something out um uh computer upgrade build vlog thing will probably go up this month i gotta upgrade the computer for the streaming we'll get that sweet new motherboard in there we're using all of the same components but we're also getting the elgato camlink 4k pro or elgato camlink pro 4k 4k's in there somewhere <clears throat> we'll upgrade so that our sick nasty streams when we go to do tournaments are going to be that much more solid oh let's see do you know what's something funny i realized huh. we're how are you gonna do these streams if you're working weekends tournament streams uh yeah that's the thing um that's a, a personal thing i have to wrestle with i have to figure out um okay don't worry it's it's it has i've not I have not not th- thought about it. So, All right. um, ooh, 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 ooh. I'm trying to think of what else is going on. If you want to join Battle Sciences, I wanted to call it Voyager. It's not Voyagers. Venture Cup. Venture Cup. That will be starting right around mid month, I believe. So join in our Discord. Join us for the Venture Cup. Um. It's not all in one day. It's over the course of multiple days. So if you want to join for a more easygoing 
experience, battle experience, then do feel free to do so. If you've got questions, do feel free at battle underscore science on Twitter. Email us at battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. YouTube comments. We don't get a whole lot of them, but if you feel like commenting, do feel free to. Feel free free to. I do see them. Um, And on the Discord. Podcast posts on Friday. YouTube.com. Podcast services around the globe. Thank you to the people that join us live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash BattleScience. And I think that's all of my links. Patreon.com slash BattleScience. That's right. You can also get the podcast early there. If you are a backer on Patreon, you can get the podcast two days before everyone else. You get the BattleScience After Dark podcast, which is a Patreon exclusive. And if you back us at $5 or more, you can get the Patreon producer shout out at the beginning of each podcast. (sighs) Yes, that's everything. Jesse, thank you for joining me. Thank you for hosting. We will catch you in two weeks for another episode of the Battle Science Podcast. We'll talk more about, I wanted to call it Voyager again, Venture Cup. (laughs) The potential result of whatever is happening with Pidgey, Pidgeot, Pidgeotto. Which one's the third one? I can never remember. Pidgeot. Pidgeot. Whatever dealio is going on with Pidgeot. More poison effects. Poison reworks. And uh, whatever else gets announced. Potentially some sort of new rocket event. If Giovanni's switching around on the 17th. So we'll see. Get hype for Gibble community this Sunday. Yes. Go catch Gibble. Don't go too hard. Remember to keep your distance. Stay hydrated. Stay safe. We'll catch you guys out there on the battlefield. Bye.